Oh, hello, Sam here with two big announcements for you. Number one, we're starting a new show. Every month, Kevin and I will be checking out some of the worst, stinkiest films ever made in new episodes of what we're calling Cinema Swill. In the first episode, which is out right now, we take a look at the Super Mario Brothers movie. Want to know where you can listen to this new show? Well, that brings me nicely to my second announcement. We've got a Patreon page now. With Patreon, you can help to support the continued production of Cinema Swirl. And in return for your support, we've got some cool Patreon-exclusive bonus content for you. For $5 backers, that includes monthly episodes of Cinema Swirl, plus access to every single Cinema Swirl jingle ever made, and some extra ones that didn't make the cut. Oh, and you'll be able to vote on which terrible movies we check out for Cinema Swirl next. If that sounds like fun, or you just want to find out more, then head over to patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl. That's patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl. See you there. Cinema Swirl! Oh, you! It's episode number 42, and here we are, no less than two episodes into the new year, and here we are now, your favourite two, me, Kevin, Sam, brackets, OTP, films not seen, here we are, the two of us, like two peas in a pod, reviewing the two towers. Uh, yeah! Lord of the Rings! Hi, hello. This foe is beyond any of you. Fly, you fools. <laughs> ba, 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 da, da. Crispy M&Ms are actually very nice. No, but the high-pitched one is done by the people going... With a little bit crunchy bits, yeah. like. So, well, here we are, Sam. Referendum results in, tallied, counted. Yeah, we've enacted article... Episode 42. <laughs> it's going to happen. We set the date. Yeah, we did. We set the date. Here we are. And it is time for yeah. Two Towers. Mm. Oh, I'll tell you what, Sam. Is this actually going to be released on the 2nd of February? Because that would be 2-2. Two, two, and the Two Towers on 2-2, two, two, one nine. And as we all know, 1 plus 9 is 2. It will be released on the 4th. <laughs> so. For fuck's sake. God damn it. No, but the 4 is 2-2s. Two, oh, that is true. Four That's is actually two, twos, he- And the 2 of Feb is 2. <laughs> if you add up us 2 and yeah. the 2 Tower... And or two twos. That is four, so that's okay. I'm going to release this one twice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. We get twice as many plays then. That's really good. Yeah. You know what? Uh, In the justification to myself for this episode, Mm. of of which, you know what, Sam? I hope there is some. (laughs) There is some controversy about this subject and the nature of the subject. Some people think it's a project of Kevin Mahan and and not a cinema swirl decision. Well, But uh, just looking back at the old episodes there, did you know that our Lord of the Rings episode is the third most listened to episode of this podcast? Right. It's by a considerable margin as well, Sam, because number one and two are episodes one and two. Yeah. Uh, Because obviously episode one has got the curiosity of the, huh? And then episode two is like, no, really, what? And then yeah. there's the dip off the, after, the that. Drop off after that. The point. big drop off after episode two. Like. So we had like a, a grace period of two episodes where they're like, I don't like this, but I'm going to try the next one. One more time. <laughs> no, I can confirm this is not for me. Oh, they did Lord of the Rings. Back I jump in. 
<laughs> and I'm off again. They didn't like it. We're no. gone. So hopefully we're getting those people right back in here. So uh. Uh, welcome to Cinema Swirl, foremost film review podcast on the internet. If you're coming here for expertise about movies and not talking about soft drinks and jelly and slime and, and stupid shit like Sam's daddy mailing in, yeah. then welcome because this is a very serious, critical show. Mm. And I say it's critical in that it's vital importance, but also that we critique things. Yes. Welcome <laughs> aboard. New listeners who have just chosen this episode to start with, and people are kind of like, "Oh, this is a bit weird. This 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 lad is supposed OTP, like is uh, really unenthusiastic about this one." Yeah, this is it. Like where you know what I I do like one thing about Cinema Swirl is that it has inspired many other podcasts, mm. and many of those podcasts are people explaining things to an increasingly unenthusiastic other person. <laughs> and uh, I'm glad that everyone I explain things to at least give me the pretense of energy and enthusiasm. And I would ask you to do the goddamn same. Well, I, I have been for nigh on 41 episodes, but for this one, I... It, this is it's literally a midlife crisis, episode 42. Now you want to go off and buy a Ferrari and not do a banger like two towers. Just to clear it up to everyone who may not know, but this is you know, fairly common knowledge among the Cinema Swirl community, but there is a chance that some people will go, oh, I'll check this out, and this is the first episode they listen to. We did, we reviewed the first Lord of the Go check out, it's a banger. And it's a banger. I did not like it. As a film, I did not have a good time. It was it was too long. I was bored. I had a, a dicky tummy at the time. You did, didn't I did. you? I remember I did. that. Yeah, I was sick at the time. You were, yeah. And I'm not saying Lord of the Rings caused that. <laughs> But it is a strange coincidence that that was the case. And since then, I mean, so I've already seen The Two Towers technically in a cinema. Technically. In massive inverted commas so here. arguably, that rules it out from inclusion in Cinema Swirl by the rules that we set out in the first episode. But also in the first episode, we set out the rule that every film we do has to be a bona fide cinema classic, like a blockbuster smash hit. And we have done some films that <laughs> no. are not that. <laughs> so Yeah, like Back to the Future. Whoever even heard of that movie? I think... Because there was some vote about M&M's. This podcast makes no sense if you try to explain it. (laughs) Sam, this is the episode where we are alongside it launching a fucking Patreon page. And you just said, this podcast makes no fucking sense. No, actually, it makes... Quite a lot of sense, actually. Oh, and the, co- the concept is fine. Yeah, it makes so much sense that you can now become a $5 backer at patreon.com slash cinema swirl and get access to our new side venture, Cinema Swill, where I fucking shit you not, this joker over here managed to be more enthusiastic about the Super Mario Brothers movie than the two towers. Yep, it's a better film. I already know oh that and I haven't God. rewatched the two towers. So oh you, my God. If you want to hear our opinions on the Super Mario Brothers movie, head on over to our new Patreon page. That's, I think, patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl. That's patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl. Quickly checks to make sure it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is. Yay! <laughs> Can that be the new bit for that? Every time we plug the Patreon, we have is to double check. <laughs> is it, is it's like if you're about to do a bank transfer and you're very concerned that the numbers aren't right. I want to write it down twice just to be yeah. sure. So we are doing a new monthly show where we'll be reviewing bad movies. That's been yep. often requested. Unfortunately, this is not actually part of that cinema swirl. Don't be fooled into thinking that this is an episode of it even though we are going to be reviewing a shit film oh for this look episode. at this but this look is regular this. swirl we've got a swirl every month now alright I, I am begging you yeah. to look beyond the fucking faded memory of your lower intestine from two years ago <laughs> when you had a dicky tummy and you watched the long movie right. you are fidgeting around on my frankly at the time uncomfortable couch mm. <laughs> 
All right? And I ask you, what the fuck was your problem with Lord of the Rings? Yeah? You made Adam Bibolo's dad upset. He said he didn't want to listen to this podcast anymore because you talk smack about the works of J or 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 Tolkien. You know what? I, I'm willing to lose some people. I'm willing to wow. like, <laughs> deliberately narrow our listenership. Yeah, couldn't the wheat from the chaff here with this episode? Yeah, if that, if that t- turned people away, then good luck to them. They can do what they want now. Why did you not like Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring? Number one, too long. Number two, too boring. Number three, too many characters to remember. Number four... It's just it's just some lads wandering around looking for well, I can't they they got the ring and they're now going to destroy it but they don't even destroy it because it's the first one they just walk from one place to another and they get into various they get attacked by different like trees and shit the trees aren't in this one I can't remember it's it just blurs do we need one. to watch it again Boy, so you no, remember it right I don't want right. to watch the first one again don't make me watch the first one again I've agreed he to watch the fucking second one wouldn't I don't want to watch the first even one. watch the extended DVD <sighs> would you believe so, so I didn't like it. It didn't appeal to me. I do like some fantasy content. What's your favourite fantasy thing ever? What's your favourite fantasy? Well, I, I've never been massively into it, but I got into Game of Thrones, and I, I enjoyed Game of Thrones. This ain't no Game of Thrones. This is Game of Lads Having a Walk, you know? <laughs> That's what this is. Yeah. There's not a throne to be seen. There's, there's, no, there's barely any nudity. Barely um, any nudity. So you think Lord of the Rings would benefit from... Excess nudity, then. Yes, please. Which um, character from Lord of the Rings do you think would benefit from a bit of uh, a bit of <laughs> nipple time, so to speak? Uh, you know, topless or whatever it is that they do. I had a thought about this just now in my head, and then I remember that my dad <laughs> listens to this podcast. <laughs> but be like, careful with the thoughts that you share, Sam. It, I was just briefly like curious about how a hobbit's dick works, like what? <laughs> but I just. I was going on there. I don't know if we have find you, that have out. Have you asked Siri that? Like, Siri, what, how does the hobbit's dick even work? <laughs> Just kind of, what? Like, this, they've got big feet, haven't they? And I know that's a rumour. They do have big feet. And they also have hairy feet. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, that might make me more interested in watching another Lord of the Rings film. And you know what they say, Sam? Big feet, big ghoulies. <laughs> they, they do say that. That is the phrase. And you know what they also say? They yeah. say, big feast, big Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into this next Lord of the Rings film. this I like the way you say this next Lord of the Rings. That, that implies a, a rolling continuity there. I like that. Like, Oh, we're not doing the third know. one. This is it. You just fucking wait and say, like. We're not, we are not doing the third one. <laughs> it, it, it depends. How many shit opinions about candy do you have? Ugh, I never I never chew a fruit pastille, I swallow them whole. <sighs> Retweet if you agree. <laughs> and I'll just come in with a sensible, yeah, I just eat them normal. Yes, surprisingly. <sighs> 79% of the votes. Alright. Maybe I can make it a stretch goal for the Patreon. Like, if we get yeah? like a hideous amount of money. <laughs> Please I'll, do. I'll, I'll, Please I'll do. Fucking film. Before we get into that, let's yeah. go into the mailbag. email here that's coming to cinemaswirl at gmail.com that's cinemaswirl at gmail.com was it a follow-up email oh i like these sam chaplin's dad at hotmail.com hey follow-up email time my dad has been back in touch 
So if you remember last time, I replied, I'm sorry to hear that to a message about me not communicating with my dad. Mm. Um, and now Sam's dad has said, Sam, your old supply of Pepsi Max tipped over as I tried to get by it, and I am now trapped. Please come drink these so that I may once again know freedom. <laughs> Eagerly awaiting your aid, Sam's dad. <laughs> I, I like that this is like a very specific problem that only you can uh, solve. Yeah. And as we all know, if someone has been trapped by a large quantity of produce, you know, uh, mm. a, a stackable shelf quantity like a bottle of Pepsi, the, the easiest way to move that is to drink, drink it them all. Out. Yeah. 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 Um, that's that's easy. When I used to work in a shoe shop and it was my job to uh, get rid of all the, the shoe boxes around back, I just wear all the shoes and walk around lots. Yeah, yeah. And it made the job a lot easier, Sam. <laughs> now, what this, of course, means uh, is, unfortunately, that I'm going to be otherwise engaged for the next few hours rescuing my father. So that we, we're going to have to cancel the episode and not watch Lord of the Rings 2000. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, Sam, I'm sorry, come guys. On. I'm sorry. He's a fully grown dad. <laughs> he can get out of himself. He'll be all right, like. <laughs> all right, I'll leave him but if, if my dad perishes due to being trapped under pepsi because we wanted to record a podcast about lord of the rings then on your head be it on your head be it if you think i'm going to and enable on my dad's you head be a shitload of pepsi that's fallen on him if you really honestly think i'm going to enable you to drink all that pepsi like oh but my dad's under it like you know come on <laughs> oldest trick in the book like you it's know? a very cinematic moment of self-sacrifice i think that's <laughs> You know, be- legitimate question uh, mm. some people said that I was laissez-faire in my reaction to you uh, saying that you drunk a little bit of Pepsi again uh, Did I didn't, want, didn't want to demonise the man for his decisions here you know he's, he's a full grown boy <laughs> right. however I would be remiss not to ask mm. have you had any more of the black stuff since no but what I have had I feel that I've broken the caffeine seal now so when I was very tired after I'm going to say it staying up to watch the Royal Rumble I, had a, I had a bit of coffee in the morning and I I don't like coffee. It's a, gr- a gross drink. Well, what you say you had a bit of coffee in the morning, and what, did your mum put your Pepsi Max in the microwave? No, what was no, this? No, 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 come on. A, a bit of instant that is coffee. That's so close to the actual truth of what it's it is. It's not close to the actual truth. I put some instant coffee in a cup and then used the special hot tap at my mum's house <laughs> to. You know, and then a bit of milk. And- That's in case she wants to scald something really quick, like. Yeah. <laughs> So I had some coffee, but I didn't like it, but it kept me awake. How, how did you have it? How did you have it? Did you have a uh, black? Did you have it with uh, milk, sugar? What did you do? Milk and two sweeteners, please. Milk and two sweeteners. Yeah. Oh, wait, and then you went into work, like? Yeah. So you stayed up to do the Royal Rumble? Yeah. And then you went into work. Sorry, for those of you who don't follow the, the, the sport of professional wrestling, mm. uh, Royal Rumble, an annual wrestling event that is crazy long mm. that uh, you go to bed at what five six in the well, morning <laughs> here's the thing I thought it was until four in the morning and I thought that was mad that I was going to watch that and then sleep and then go to work turns out it was until five in the morning hey, even madder so I got a hot two hours of sleep <laughs> before then getting up to get ready to go to work did you not feel like I don't know microwaved diarrhea after waking up after two hours sleep and having your first shit coffee I'll tell you what Kevin I still feel like that now <laughs> it's kind of I've had a hang over effect of staying up that late it's a bad oh. idea but i like the rumble let's not talk about wrestling but it was a fun fun rumble i mean it's very interesting growing up the maturation of sam chaplin here mm. where he is now in a place where he's having a cup of joe in the morning a hot cup of muds gross yo fetch me up a pot of shit i want to have a nice hot drink here cup of cup of mud here you know what i'm saying yeah so i have had caffeine again and have you had the jitters do you want more of it like no i just shit weird that day <laughs> 
Did it come out like the coffee went in, like? Like a hot tap, you know? Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It went um, right out, like, you know? Uh, he might as well have poured it right into the toilet as much good as it did him. <laughs> But no, I've not had the I've not had the black stuff. I've not had any more Pepsi. Interesting. Mm. You know, you talk about coffee there. I want to have a just a little moment here, a little little segment I like to call oh. being in your thirties. Okay. Hi, welcome to being in your thirties, where I will introduce things that Sam could look forward to when he's in his thirties. Mm. Simple pleasures which you uh, may not have enjoyed before: black coffee and a hard boiled egg. And that's uh, going to do it for this episode <laughs> of Simple Pleasures when you're thirty. Uh, let me know yours. <laughs> Use the hashtag SimplePleasure30 and uh, tweet those in to Cinema Swirl and Kevin Mann. Let me know yours. Yeah, please, please do. You've all this to look forward to, Sam. You've all this to look forward to. I can't wait. <laughs> so we've had, we've How can I not have Pepsi and a cream egg instead? No, black coffee and a hard-boiled <laughs> egg. If you're good, I'll soft-boil it. All right, so we've had... I'm going to... Hit us with another question here. Another email. This comes in from Chris Smith. That's Chris Smith. Uh, no, nope. don't. Let's not do that again. No, no. Uh, <laughs> says, "Hello. This is something I've been pondering, and I'd like your considered opinion on the subject." Oh, right? I like giving my considered opinion. That's the best opinion to give. And I felt this was very. And I want to say, Jermaine. Is that the right word that I'm using here? Jermaine. Like, Jermaine. What? Like from? Not the name. Flight of the Concords. No. <laughs> like Brit. Um, apropos. Okay. I, th- I feel like the word there's a word, Germain, that means, like, relevant. I've never heard that. I was about uh, to say, it's pronounced German, you idiot. But like, uh, <laughs> This email is written in German, is what I'm trying to say. Wir haben hier eine E-Mail von Chris Schmidt. Wir kommen aus Stuttgart in der Nähe von Strasbourg. All right. So, Chris's email. Cinema Swirl ist meine Lieblingspodcast. <laughs> Sam ist... Ein Uber OTP. <laughs> right. This question that Chris would like our considered opinion on is as follows. I feel this is very German to what we're going to be talking about later. Very um, German indeed. This is extremely German. If there is a director's cut or extended cut available, would you consider that to be the definitive version? And if the oh. extended cut has a considerable amount of material added back into the film, like, say, anywhere between 30 minutes and an hour or so, does seeing the theatrical cut then still actually count as having seen it? Kind regards, Chris Smith. Okay, that's a very, very interesting one, and I'm glad that I've got my considered opinion buff at the moment now, which is good. I can give a very considered opinion. Mm. I would say my rule of thumb growing up when I was like, you know, renting DVDs and stuff like that, or going to the video shop in Delvin, mm. what I'd always be doing is I'd look and see if there was a director's cut, because if it was a comedy and it's a director's cut, well, I'm like, well, I'm obviously going to watch Freddy Got Fingered director's cut because the movie <laughs> was so wild. Yeah. It was so wild that Tom Green obviously wanted to have final say on that cut I'm assuming he directed it Um, but back in the day director's cut usually meant if it's a gory movie it's going to be gorier you know if it's a horror movie it's going to be more ooze as and aise there's a comedy movie more goofs there's going to be more goofs more mickeys more all all of the funny bits so that historically has been yeah uh, something I would have agreed with Mm. However, I think I saw a while ago where people were like, you know that, you may have seen it because you were working in a cinema and therefore you had to watch a lot of bin water the last few years. Yeah. 
But when that Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice movie came out, everyone's yes. like, oh my God, it's awful. And then they're like, actually, if you watch the five hour, 45 minute extended cut, you'll see the real movie. Like yeah. what? A really long shit movie as opposed to a shorter, still long shit movie. They said that about Suicide Squad as well. And Liars! I, just, I do not believe it for a fucking second. We had all these scenes with the Joker that we we didn't know what to do with, so we just put him in the movie. <laughs> Have Come you on. seen the shot in that film of the Joker lying down in like a cir- a big circle of knives that's been laid out around him. No, I've only seen that, Sam, on GIFs from a Twitter account with particularly hot political takes about yeah, believing yeah. the lies of society. There's a bit where the Joker's lying on the floor and he's surrounded by like a very neat, organised circle of blades. And I, I, I hope in the extended cut there's a scene of him <laughs> just laying those out. <laughs> well, you know, I like that it kind of harkens back to the classic Batman, wasn't it? Because the 60s Batman, Cesar Romero, was a very meticulous individual. He'd be like, what are you doing, Joker? I'm just going to lay out all of these knives in a concentric circle. Now, the reason why that's so German to what we're talking about is because The Lord of the Rings, I would say almost infamously, are long films, and they have even longer extended director's cuts. Yes, they do. And that, I fucking hope, is not what we're going to be watching today. Well, no, because as far as I know, they're on Netflix at the moment, so I imagine we always... We'll just watch whatever's on Netflix. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Like, the official kind of movie house of Cinema Mm. Swirl is the line of least resistance between us and watching the movie, you know? Very often it's a DVD shop, but if it is on the Netflix, which, I'll be honest, very rarely is anything that we're ever doing. Like, to the point where I don't check, like, Full Metal Jacket was up there, and I was like, oh, I didn't check. It's a pleasant surprise when something turns up (laughs) on streaming services for free. As we say, it's been actively taken down right now, like, so, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Lord of the Rings, Mm. what I would say is your first viewing, do the theatrical cut. Because you've not got enough, what's the word? Heart. You've not got a big enough heart to take in all of the extended cut. No, no, not heart. No. Spirit. Um, Or like soul. Or, you know, like, you just, you know. It's kind of like, you're like, um, what's the word? It's like Like um, a soulless, heartless husk. A a husk. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I was going to say a rusk, but that's a very tasty. that's like a the little biscuit for babies. They're they're not just for babies. Well, what I tell you right now, I had a dicky tummy last year. I got that winter bomber. Coming out of your mouth is goo goo gaga, mate, because uh, someone's eating baby biscuits. If I'm just saying, right? You know, we could we could put this to a vote. We could do a Return of the oh, King next goddamn episode. No, I'm not right, having a rusk vote. A rusk is a fucking grand thing if you've got a sensitive stomach. Maybe if you had a fucking rusk with your dicky tummy, I wouldn't get all this fucking lip from mate, you after watching Fellowship of the Ring. It wasn't a rusk. I was willing to take. Hello? Is this, is this thing on? Uh, right. Very rusky business you're getting yourself into there, Sam, if you don't mind me saying so. Uh, the famous scene in the movie where Tom Cruise danced to the house eating all the Farley's biscuits that he can lay his hands on. Stop that! Those are for the baby! I don't care! Okay, so, to circle this back round to Chris's question, have I seen the first Lord of the Rings? I have, haven't I? I'd say you've watched it, you've not seen well, it. There we go, huh? Same thing. Here we go. So I'm ascribing new meanings to old words. Thank you for all your questions into the mailbag at cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Hey. Now, let, let's touch on Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Two Towers, Lord of the Rings. Sam, you saw this in the cinema, mm-hmm. and yet you don't remember any of us. No, it's, I, it's almost like I've blocked it from my mind, because I just, just wasn't worth keeping it in there. 
you know? Yeah. Was anything from the first movie? Does anything from that struck you? <laughs> Do I remember the first movie? Do you remember anything? Anything from the first movie? I mean, you failed a quiz in Last Chance Saloon. Yeah. Piece of V, egg on your face. Yeah, whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. it was called. <laughs> <laughs> the chickens have come home to roost. They they did. They came home to roost vis-a-vis you and then there was a questionnaire. sub-segment in that that was Last Chance Saloon. Or a sub-munt, as they're also known. A, a sub-munt. Do you remember anything from the first movie? The first movie. So Bilbo Baggins. Yep. Tim from The Office has got... Not, not, not in this one, actually. Old man Tim from The Office has got the... He's got the magical ring. Now, that, yep. that ring was from Sauron. Hey, there we go now. Sauron's go. ring. Sauron. And when you put it on, it makes you invisible. But then that was me. That was the same effect of you putting on. Yeah. I actually was very tempted just to disable my imagery on Skype there for when he said that. Uh, yeah, uh, that would have been clever. So he's, he's got Sauron's ring. Bilbo leaves, entrusts the ring to Frodo, who is another little hobbit. It's not, that's not Bilbo's son, is it? No, he's his like nephew, I think. Yeah. Okay. Where does Bilbo go? <sighs> Um, Do you have any, any favourite Bilbo moments? When he fucking disappears, that was great. When he puts it on. Yeah. And he does a little speech where he's like, I'm going to go now, and then puts the ring on and goes, poof, gone. And, like, ah, and then there was that, oh, no. fun, <laughs> that fun bit later on. Like, <laughs> Remember that? That was good. That was, that uh, was good. Uh, oh, when, oh, the scary face. Yeah. The scary face. yeah uh. Great, isn't it? Like, I can't remember where Bilbo goes. It's a film about people going places, and I can't remember where he goes. But he just, he... Well, he's, he's going places, mate. I'm talking Office Season 3, yeah? Yeah. Where, where, where it's going to be go? big. They've been building it up for 18 years. All right. He goes to Rivendell to live with the elves before he can sail on to the Undying Lands, but that doesn't happen until later on. Okay, so. sure, sure. So Frodo has the ring. Yeah. And I think him and Merry and Pippin and Sam all gang together. They're a bunch of hobbits. And what's, what's it like to be a hobbit? What's a hobbit, baby? He got a big old dick. And, um... <laughs> well, that guy's packing heat. He's hung like a goddamn circus <laughs> animal. It's fucking, whoa. <laughs> They're just they're little lads. Little lads. Nice little lads in a little little lad village. Oh, and um, Gandalf's there. Gandalf! Gandalf. Wizard! Yeah, he's he's there. You know what's best about him is that he's over 2,000 years old. Yeah, that's that's one of his defining characteristics. He's you have old. an age today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I've been sitting uh, on fucking Lord of the Rings references God. and noises They're going to be wasted on me. 17 years. Uh, 17 years. 17, 17 years. years. There is a bit in this movie where one of the characters falls off a cliff. Spoiler alert. And then one I've of the orcs explains it. where, yeah, right, like, come on now, liar. Fucking saw space impact on your phone, mate, is what you saw. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see what's so scary. It's just a side scroller. Like. But um, I want you to, there's some points in this, much like with Star Wars and Chim Chimini Jeru, uh, there's mm. a lot of fun noises in this movie. One of them is the orc going, <laughs> When he's explaining <laughs> why someone fell off a cliff, and it's right. great. Sorry, okay. I'm getting ahead of myself here. That's all right. Got Gandalf. Got the uh, got the got fundlings. The yeah, got the ring. They have to destroy the ring. Yeah, because the ring is too powerful. Because it was cursed. And it's cursed. And Sauron will get you if you put it on. I think. Yeah, and you may eat all the sour sweets. <laughs> 
he'll, he'll get you and he'll just shove Tang Fastics down your throat until you... From his sour tower of Barador in the fortress of Mordor. Yeah, so they've got to go to where the ring was forged to destroy it. So they go off. I think they get attacked by various different ghouls and goblins along the way. Yeah. Their crew, a fellowship of the ring. Yeah, and there's some there's some other guys in the fellowship. You've got Gandalf and the Hobbits, but who else yeah. we got in there? Who who's who's in there? Come um, on now, he's sexy. Come on now, Sean don't forget the Bean. Se- yeah, I don't think about going. Oh, the sexy one is that Orlando Bloom? No, it is Sean Bean. Sean Bean, the sexy. He Sean. fucking sweeps me off my feet. Let me tell you, Hot bean. every single time, every single time in Civilization Six, when Sean Bean says you've unlocked something, great times. I'm yeah. just tell me again, Sean, about how I've discovered irrigation. Like Sean Bean, Orlando Bloom. What's his Orlando name? Orlando Bloom, shake, shake, shake the room. <laughs> Bloom, shake, shake, shake the room. He's there. He's like an elf kind of dude. He's very yeah. good at archery. And and skateboarding as well. Here's the other lad, Aragorn. That's why I thought you, you'd be drawn to him, uh, Sam, because Legolas is the skater of the group. Like. Yeah, he's like the... He's like Chad Muska, you know? He's got that kind of street yeah. skater vibe. Rivendale is a halfpipe, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a bunch of lads there. Uh, what you, you forgot one person. What, and who, what's my right oh, meat off the uh, bone. G- Gimli? Gimli! 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 Son of Gloin. (laughs) Son of Gloin. He he said knowingly. Yeah. Yeah, Gimli's a big... What's he? A a dwarf? Yes. Big dwarf, though. Well, he's, he's, you know... Yeah, sturdy. He's built like a brick shithouse. Yeah, got a big beard, and he's got a very deep voice. See, look at this now. There's glints in his eye, folks, right? I can see it right now. (sighs) But glints in his eye are building up to, I would say, a sub-sparkle, a twinkle, if it were. (sighs) I can't remember why any of these lads all come together. Okay, Are they really well, just invested in the ring being destroyed because the ring is bad? Because if the ring is not destroyed, yeah. it would find its way back to Sauron in his fortress of Barador and he would unleash an unspeakable darkness from which Middle-earth would never recover. Okay, so broad strokes, they've got this ring, they need to get rid of it because otherwise the big baddie will kill everyone. Yeah, and at the end of the movie, which you famously got wrong in a previous episode, <laughs> at the end of the movie, Sam and Frodo went off on their own way. Yeah. And then Merry and Pippin got kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And then Aragon and Legolas and Gimli decided that Merry and Pippin may not have died in vain. And then they ran after the orcs. So that's right. where we are. We're all caught up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's Christopher Lee and... Yep. Don't forget as well, the last son of Gondor. He, don't forget about them. Yeah, who, who's, who's that? Aragon. 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 There was Aragon. A, I feel like Frodo died and then got brought back to life by some elves or something. Yeah, he got stabbed with a sword yeah. and he would... And he went and, into like the white light oh, heaven world. He did, yeah. And yeah. Uh, then he was brought back with special effects by Liv Tyler. Uh, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I should have rewatched this or listened to the episode, but I just, you know, sometimes your memories sweeten over time, you know, and sometimes they sour like a, a, a cheese, you know, <laughs> sour like a cheese. Yeah, I can't say I know what you're talking about. I there, thought that so. was one of the characters in fucking Lord of the Rings, mate. Oh, it's sour like a cheese. He's he's the Lord of Dungbill. All right, all nah. right. Are there any characters? It's all made-up, topsy-turvy nonsense, mate. It doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? Last fucking episode was the Vietnam War. All made up, sure. Come on. <laughs> Viet Cong, for fuck's sake. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Pull the other one. Sam, are you excited? No. <laughs> 
should should we uh, take a moment to explain the genre breaking level which this episode is now uh-huh. stooped to? Well, because the problem is right, folks may not know this. Yeah. Cinema Swirl is is a serious time commitment. Okay. Oh, because, right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because yes, yes. when we do, we do a bit here. We have a chat. We have to get ourselves warmed up. We have to do our admin, all that stuff. Catch up. How you doing? All that nice stuff. We normally do all that in one evening sitting. Yeah. So we usually go like five to midnight. There, not not like we go five to midnight, less than five minutes. <laughs> as in, usually it can be like a <laughs> six or so hours. Yeah, we, very we easy. Start at five to midnight. <laughs> And we just, you know, go all the way into the early hours of the morning. No, we start... We dust it off, uh, When I get back from work and then finish quite late. Yeah, it's a late... It's a late... Yes, Thursday is the the late one, when we record our cinema swirl. Mm. But unfortunately, due to the nature of this movie, i.e. cracking length... Talk yeah. about value for money. I'm saying Walkers is to saturated fat as Lord of the Rings The Two Towers is to movies. Runtime, that is. You can hear me typing. It's because I'm just looking up the runtime of this film. What's 180 minutes? That's three hours. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh. oh, and you're not allowed to watch it on a increased speed. No, because I need to take in every... You're allowed to do that. Yeah, I've watched it 90,000 times. <laughs> Speed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've already watched it. It's done. Um, the extended so cut is two hundred and thirty-five minutes. Yeah, it's nearly four. It's nearly long. four hours. It's a cracking Sunday. A cracking Sunday. Oh. So, because of the length of this film, it is literally Im- impossible and impractical to record it in one sitting. Okay, well, let's say usually when we sit down to actually do the movie bit, it's usually what, mm. around seven thereabouts. Yeah. So we can have our tea, watch the movie. If we did it now, it would be seven until... <laughs> it would be seven till half past nine. And then usually... Ch- yeah, it would be a, it'd be a long one. It would be too long. So what, what we're doing now is when we say, let's go do a cinema swirl, mm. what we mean now is, let's go watch a movie, have dinner, go to bed, wake up, do our job, and then come yeah. back the next day. <laughs> so... We'll see whether that period of rumination that I'll have, I'll be able to sleep on it. Oh, Whether that's that true. might make a difference. That's true. So there's going to have to be come some considerations. I'm going to have to take more detailed notes, I think, for the first time in my life, because okay. I'm going to have to sleep on this, yeah. Yeah. So this this is going to be a, a, a groundbreaking episode, for better or for worse. This is, uh, this is a unique one. I mean, why break the format a little when you can break it a lot? That's what Just, I would say. <laughs> smash it the fuck up, right? It's a film I've seen. It's a film I don't want to see. We'll just we'll just do it across a period of days. <laughs> Fuck it. Chip away it, like, yeah. And so this may or may not be the first of several <laughs> sittings for this. And when I say what I'm about to say right now, yeah. please know that there is a massive asterisk beside this, okay? Mm. But let's go do a cinema swirl. Asterisk. And 
we're back. Sam, how was your day? How was your day today? Because I've not seen you in around uh, in around 24 hours. So uh, how's that been? Yeah, it's been all right. Yeah? You know, I'll I tell you what, Kevin, I, I was up a bit late last night. Oh, really? Why yeah, was that? Just because, just watching a film. Oh, you're watching a film. That sounds yeah. like fun. How'd that go? Was that good? I, I love films, so I, I do. Well, me too. This one was particularly long. A long movie, you oh. say? Oh, it was long. Oh, oh, it was long. And this was just a standard theatrical cut. This wasn't the extended director. I'll tell cut. you what. Get it out of your system now. The length. Go right. on. Get it out of your system. Go on. Give us. Give us all. I'll your... get my length out. Right. Get your length. Yeah. <laughs> it's too fucking long. It's too long. These films yeah. are too long. Just right. Make six films then. Just like. <laughs> Don't make three three-hour films. Make six normal films, mate. Uh, Sam, I think it would be a bit remiss for us to think that Return of the King, the sequel to this, as a three-hour movie, is most certainly not a three-hour movie. How long is it? Pretty sure it's in the three-and-a-half range. And oh, that's the- fucking... Hell, and that's the non. That's the uh, non extended version. Christ, uh, make it make a, a ten part series. You know, this was two thousand and two, uh, Sam. We didn't know such things. I know, I know. Oh well. Here's a question for you, right? Yeah. What if instead of just reviewing the movie, you can have a little potted review of your day as well to kind of you know get you in a better mind frame? Because because quite frankly, I'm worried this has backfired. I thought I'd give you a day to to dwell on it, and all mm. this has done is given you a renewed energy with which to hate on the movie. <laughs> I think, and I was yeah. yeah, I thought I should have brought you on right after you finished. What did you finish up watching it last night? If we'd have done this part of the podcast at fucking half eleven when I finished watching this fucking film, I'd have been too exhausted to slag it off with any kind of passion. Yeah, I could have just said it was good over and over and then you'd be like, yeah, I guess. And yeah, that would have been it. was alright, three star wise. Fuck that shit. I'm full of energy. <laughs> I'm ready to... <laughs> You're full of sass. <laughs> Ready to dunk on this film. Uh, dunk? No, I'm not going to dunk. It like uh, we'll, we'll get into it soon. My day's been all right. I've had an all right day. It's been yeah. fine. Yeah. I was going to ask you your initial gut reaction, but obviously I'm going to ask you for your considered 24 hours or thereabouts of dwelling on it reaction. My initial gut reaction was, oh, it's really late. I, I need to go to bed now. And my 24 hours ruminating reaction has been, it was, uh, it, I wasn't thrilled with it i didn't have a brilliant time it felt it felt like a chore a chore seldom does watching a film for this podcast feel like a chore even if it's a film that i don't like i i feel that there's i can have fun with it and you know do some little goofs but this honestly felt like a a chore was it a chore or could we upgrade that to a slog at least Oh, what was the last thing I, I described as a slog? I think the wrestler I described as a... No, that was like an emotional onslaught or something like that. Anyway, it was it was a, it was a longin'. It was a longin', okay? Yeah, it exhausted me. And obviously, as you'd seen the movie before, yeah. this was a case very much of, oh, deja vu, <clears throat> several bells being rung, mm. you know, it, it rang a few bells, I'm sure. Well, no, it wasn't a bell, it was like a big horn that Gimli was blowing into. It wasn't a bell, mate, it wasn't ringing a bell. Sorry, it's too late to give me a correct answer for a question <laughs> that was posed to you two episodes ago uh not much of it came back to me a little bit of the golem stuff came back but i think when i was watching at the time i must have zoned out in a similar kind of way because i just i didn't this is, it's a film that was very difficult for me to engage in and get invested in and feel attached to it i don't want to like <laughs> drop all this off right at the start that like i didn't like it but 
it was it was a tough tough ride for me. Well, I'm glad it was a tough ride because mm. it's been a tough ride for me as well. I've been on a two year campaign to hashtag make him watch it. Congratulations! This is what you've done to this podcast. <laughs> and now we're about to dive in headfirst to Lord of the Rings: Two Towers, Two Furious, no. starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Vin Diesel, and all the hunks and petrol heads of Hollywood. I'd sooner mm. watch one of those films than watch this again. Well, like Sauron in a big souped-up hot rod, like mm. yeah, and then like. Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Vin Diesel are like, this is the fastest car we've ever seen. It, well, we don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah? Well, tough shit. Because instead what we get is starting off with Gandalf. The flame of Uldan. The dark fire will not avail you. Gandalf! Ah, you can't come. And then he falls down the, the <laughs> hole, doesn't he? Yeah. Now, Muggins here. And I'm sure uh, Juggins over there. Mm-hmm. You know, you watch the first movie and you think, oh, Gandalf is dead. And you go, but little did you know it was going straight up and he was it was alive so any of your loved ones who pass away just do a double check that they're not fighting the balrag of Moldoth and smoting his ruin on the mountaintop (laughs) just they could be they could be it's where they are i mean my grand's been dead for 13 years or thereabouts, yeah. but I'm not going to lie, Sam. It didn't make me pause to consider double-checking. Well, maybe they managed to grab the sword on the way down. You know? That was handy, wasn't it? Like, that was really handy. I don't know if that makes physical sense. You know, I tell you what, I'd love, I'd love to have been a fly on the wall at the day in the studio when Ian McKellen was green-screened <laughs> on his own score. Rah! It's uh, fabulous. <laughs> he, yeah, he does some some stabbing. Does he do the stabbing on the way down as he's falling? Yeah. He grabs he's the sword, a, turns around, him. starts doing some stabs to this dragon. I can't remember what that dragon thing is. It's not a dragon. Oh, it's a Balrog. F- oh, sorry, a mate. Balrog. Yeah, there's a bog roll being stabbed by Gandalf. So, while Sam, he's when, he, when he said when he said the foe was beyond any of us, I didn't think he meant beyond your grasping of basic <sighs> understanding. But it turns out, rather than a handy recap, a sort of previously on ABC's Lost. This was just a, a Frodo dream. Just Fro- Frodo having a little sleepy dream. He's just having, you know, one of those overcast dreams which you have sometimes when it's very, very grey and miserable. And I'll be honest, Sam, I describe that weather as nothing doing. Nothing yeah. doing. You know what? I, I, I was thinking when Frodo woke up and said, oh, I had a bad dream. I would have loved for the credits to roll then, you know? <laughs> It was all a bad dream. It was dream, all a bad right? dream. Maybe just like add that bit onto the end of the first film and then don't make the second two. I, I see where you come from there, Sam, but you'd be looking at a, a lean, mean uh, movie there, quite a lean, mean <laughs> movie, which I would imagine then would have to uh, buttress itself with around two hours and 55 <sighs> minutes of credits at the end. So, you know. The ring's getting heavier. How How's that How's that work then, huh? Uh, n- <laughs> or how heavy could it be? It's just a fucking ring. Yeah, it, this is all magic. You know, fantasy stuff, mate. The ring is evil and bad and can get heavier. It is. It's getting heavy. The weight of it is wearing down on, on young Frodo, you see. Physics has gone out the fucking window within two minutes of this film. It, n- nothing matters anymore. All right? I'd say 20 seconds when Gandalf grabbed that sword, but physics yeah. and this movie took a, a had a parting of ways, so I think but it's that's safe fine. to say. It's, it's fantasy. It's escapism. I understand. I'm on board. They've got some lum- lumbar bread or lamb lam- lamely bread. Lovely Lendous bread. They've got bread. Some- 
bread. Lovely bread. Lovely bread. They've got some Lurpak bread. This is why you've kind of you've not seen the first movie really, and I kind of I'm almost like embarrassed to be reviewing the second movie mm. without you having watched the extended cut. Because in the extended one, yeah, uh, they explain in Fellowship of the Ring that it is special magic elven bread, and a single bite can fill the stomach of a fully grown man for a whole day. And then Mary and Pippa are like, steady on, how many did you eat? And I ate four. And oh, God, you guys, you're going to have really, really big shits now. <laughs> They're going to be huge. So it, it's magic and it can fill your stomach. Yeah, one bite and that's it. And there right. you go. So if you eat a whole one. Oh, man, you're going to be. You're going to shit beyond any reasonable capacity, aren't you? It's gonna, you're going to be shitting in slow motion, Sam, is what's going to happen <laughs> after that. Like. <laughs> You're going to be fucking shitting in 60 frames per second, like, you know? We're back with Frodo and Sam, and I, I do miss their pairing. I did, yeah, the I, I think I did think they were nice last time. Lovely boys. Sam is still positive and upbeat, despite the fact that they're walking in big smelly circles this whole time. Yeah, and I like the bit where he's like, We've been here before! Let's face it, Mr. Frodo, we're lost. <laughs> And they don't have to tie up any of the loose plots at all. So. Yeah, that would have been great. Again, another good end point there. Where are we? <laughs> We're lost. End. End the film. So we get introduced around this point to the villain of the piece, the roguish one himself. I'm talking about Grollum. Grollum, who was everyone's favourite character to do an imitation of. Sam, do that! Voice! My wife! It's, it's classic stuff. Oh, wait, that was the other impression everyone was doing around the same sort of fucking time. Look at this guy. Yeah, because 2002 and 8 are the same. Oh, Get I out don't town. know. What was Get it? Get out of town. Oh, jeez. Do the voice. All right. <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I've not, I've, this is not pre-rehearsed. That's what you spent all day for us. So, so if I could actually have to, If I pull this off, it's going to be a miracle. It's going to be great. <clears throat> this is Gollum. From Lord of the Rings. Matt. <laughs> I swear if you say my wife, I swear to fucking God. Precious. Oh, I want. Precious. That's what he wants, isn't it? Oh, they're precious. That's. Gollum from Lord of the Rings. You know what? It'd be funny, right? Shagadelic, baby. <laughs> this is what I think is very funny, right? And I don't think anyone has thought of this. Like, mm. anyone who's sitting down to listen to this. Like, anyone from the Cinema Thrall fan base. Sure, sure. Right. <laughs> but imagine, right, Sam here. You know Sam, right? The, Hiya. Yeah, that Yeah, that one. Sam, Me? the other. Yeah. You know him, right? Yeah. What if, right, it was like Gollum. And he's like, oh, the precious. But the precious was a Pepsi. Oh, that. <laughs> Uh? I mean, that's the sort of thing you can Photoshop, isn't it? That's, I mean, I just, that scenario in my head that I'm like, I'm firing on all cylinders now, yeah. endorphin-wise, because that is a, a pleasing image. Let me make a note, because that's some content that we can... Uh, just, I think so, yeah. There's some deliverables right there. There's some easy wins. Uh, We've got that. That's <laughs> great. So, uh, Grollum and the boys get off to a bit of a rough start. He bites Sam, which is awful. Mm. And then he gets in a tussle with Frodo. And then Frodo pins him down, pulls out his sword. And he goes, this is Sting. And he's an alien, an illegal alien. <laughs> he's an Englishman living in New York. 
I like my uh, tea buttered on three sides with some dry bread because <laughs> I'm an Englishman in New York. Every every step that Gollum takes, they're going to be watching him now because they've got him they've got him tied up, haven't they? They do. They absolutely yeah. do. Like now, Gollum wasn't in the last one, was he? Was there reference to Gollum? Did we see a bit was, of Gollum? There was reference to Gollum twice yeah. at the start where he's being tortured and he let out two words: "Shire Baggins." Right. And then later on, when Gandalf is like, "Look over there, those eyes staring upon us," his and name was, is Gollum. He's been following us for some time. Little did you know, he was once Smeagol, one of the river folk. Not quite dissimilar from a hobbit, Mr. Frodo. And, and and on it went. So yes, Sam, he was there. But you didn't get to see him in full special effects. And that is pretty amazing. And to think, mm. to think, right, that Andy Serkis did all of those special effects himself. <laughs> That's, like, <laughs> unbelievable. It's such a task for an actor yeah, to take. He learned all that software. He bought all the computers. He had all he the mastered servers running. It. And then, like, a few years later when they're making King Kong and Pete Jackson's like, I can't get the stuff. And, you know, Andy Serkis said, don't worry. I'll... I've got an extended license for it. <laughs> the key is still valid, Peter. It's yeah. still very valid. That's why he gets hired on all these movies, because they can't do special effects without him. He's the only yeah. one who's got the license to the software. And then he's like, oh, give us a few lines. Like, all right, Andy, you've earned it. Now, this is something I want to talk about here, is the CGI in this film. Yeah. And what I will say is that it's very good, but it has aged a bit, but nowhere near as much as you would have thought it would have for a film that was early 2000s, if that makes sense. I totally, I totally agree, because there was a few moments where I was... Because I've watched this movie a fucking million times. Yeah. And this is probably... It's probably been like two years since I've seen this, because mm. uh, after we did the last round, I ended up watching all the other Lord of the Rings movies afterwards right. with Joe, because we like having a good time here. But, right, the thing is, is that on a bigger TV, I've got a... I only had a little butty TV back yeah. then. I've got a bigger telly now. Big TV, HD. It, it does... The as technology advances, it seems yeah. to advance at the cost of mm. Peter Jackson's movies' fidelity. Some of it looks great. Some of it looks a little bit kind of blurry, or there's a couple of little things where you sort of you start to notice the CGI. However, for the time, I think it's held up really well. It's nearly twenty years old. Yeah, like that's fucking insane. It's done pretty well, I think, this CGI. But there are little bits where I'm like, oh, I can see the CG. I can see it. With my CGI, I can... <laughs> <laughs> but when you compare that even to Star Wars, which we were watching, yeah. and those were the reduxes that were only done like five or six years ago, and they looked hideous. Yeah, yeah, Even on the smaller scrim. So, yeah, go on, go on Peter Jackson, mm. trying as much as he can to hold on that savage onslaught of time. I will say Gollum looks good when he's on a light or a tan background, or in daylight. Yes. But when he's in the dark, it's very, very obvious, and there's lots mm. of other shit going around him. Some of the lighting effects uh, have not been perfected at this point yet, I don't think. But Gollum, he swears on the precious, which is the ring, of course, that he's going to be a good little goblin boy and show them the way to Mordor, which is, of course, where they need to go. Because back in those days, you didn't have Google Maps, did you? You had to just <laughs> string up a little yeah, goblin. Yeah. You did, and you had to make them swear on the precious. Whereas yeah. now, you don't even realise that when you have all of those terms that you agree to with Google, you're already yeah. swearing on the precious. And yeah. there's even a subclause there where Google is treacherous. It will hold you to your words, you know? And you still press agree. Now, what I'm going to say here, Kevin, is Smeagol, Google, coincidence? I, I think, think not. not. Yeah, I yeah. think not. Meanwhile, mm. Mary, Pippin, and the orcs... <laughs> What's that smell? Man flesh. Ugh. 
Now I know that line because you used to do it in your stand-up. Yeah, back in I the did. day. Yeah, because when I moved to England for the first time, specifically to Lincolnshire, mm. and I thought a witty, fun observation was how similar the people were to the orcs from Lord of the Rings. It's the Lincolnshire twang. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, the mouthful of sausages. Oh, you know, yeah. so not, not even it's a mouthful of maggot stinking bread, <laughs> the food stinking ash get a fire going. You know that kind of a, a thing. And at the time when you made that observation, I politely was like, ah, ha, 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 very good. <laughs> Had no idea what was going on. So that's obviously something that's very troubling for me and a lot of people mm. out there. You might want to take a moment and ask your loved ones when they're laughing at your references if they if they truly understand your references. I'm a generous laugher, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't I don't like no false false laughs. I As listeners to this podcast will know. Oh. Exactly. Oh. I read each and every one of your laughs because you all send them in. <laughs> you press the ha button for each exclamation and a double for if it's a ha ha prolonged so, burst of laughter. Merry and Pippin, they're with the orcs. Why are they with the orcs again? Did they get captured by orcs? Because the orcs are yeah. notoriously bad at following basic fucking instructions, right. and they were told to pick up two halflings, and they, and got they the just wrong picked ones. up. Whichever affected ones that they want, like. I tell you, this is like the two goons, the two, um, what are they called? Max and Paddy from Super Mario Brothers. What are they? Uh, <laughs> Fuck's sake. Spike and Iggy, Sam. It's like, it's like them from Super Mario Brothers, isn't it? They just, they pick the wrong people. And I tell you, if you want, no, I'm not <laughs> well, 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 what's that, Sam? What are you going to say? <laughs> I was just going to cut a hot promo for our Patreon exclusive content. Sam, you can't, you can't be ashamed of your Patreon right, content. Right. And here's the thing as well, Sam. If you're going to go to the point where you're going to start making references from movies that you now have reviewed there, <laughs> people are going to want to know how you saw those movies. All and right. you saw them at patreon.com forward slash how forward slash <laughs> whoops snip snip <laughs> no I'm keeping that in <laughs> and they're available at patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl we, we said before like a recurring goof would be that we just wanted to double check that we'd got the URL right and I think and that's, that's very why. in keeping yeah that is very much why patreon.com forward slash hang on hang on hang on hang on patreon full stop yeah come Computer, I'm sure, and that's a short form. <laughs> but don't put that in. Don't write Patreon full Be stop careful, computer. Because I put in a backslash earlier and mm. all sorts of error messages. Oh, no. He's reading me the riot act with those tones Windows was. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Fuck off. I'm just trying to get my Patreon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm very aware that we will have put out like a formal announcement at the start of this episode. This is yeah. not it. This is not like... The no, this is the shambolic <laughs> inner core. This is what it is like. I'll you just know? trim this out and put it at the start of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Merry and Pippin, they're being run cross-country by the orcs. And the stampeding orcs awakens Aragon and his pals Legolas and Gimli, who for the purposes of brevity I will now refer to as the Aragang. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, it rolls like off that. the tongue, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, Aragang. They're hot on the trail, baby, and Gimli can't run for shit. No, he can't because he's a little uh, podgy little dwarf man. Three days of non-stop running without food or rest. Yeah, st- I'd I sympathise with, with Gimli here. Oh! Really? Yeah. Sympathising with the characters. One of the hallmark moments well, of enjoying oh, a on. fucking movie, uh, you big grump. Shit. Aha! 
Aha, um, I say, with my evidence. What happens is you've, you've got a very famous line here. This actually became a meme. Oh, yes, 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 yes. They're taking the hobbits to Isengard. They're taking the hobbits to Mullingard, so they are. <laughs> there you go. There's your Cadbury's meme egg for today. <laughs> How long have you had Cadbury's meme egg ready to go? <laughs> Just in the back pocket, like, you oh, know. Love it. Always ready. Always ready to be fired, like, you know. Brilliant. They're taking the hobbits to Isengard. Where's Isengard? Isengard is where Sauron the White dwells, oh, yeah, in the yeah, Tower yeah, yeah. of Orthanc. Oh, that would have oh. been the other... Correct. Sam Chapman here proving that time travel is not a concept that exists because all the answers are coming and I've not even changed the questions. Yeah. So Sauron basically talks about the Industrial Revolution. Uh, mm. If you get away the dun dun da 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 da, da and you just embrace the you know like things are going to get better, use the phrase Northern Powerhouse, it would just seem like any old industry kind of forming. You know, is he making new orcs? Yeah, they're growing them in the ground. Yeah, do you just grow orcs? Yeah, it was slime. Okay, is that what you know when you some lad at school would have like a egg with an alien in it? Yes. Is it the same concept? Yes, very much the same concept, you know, except that uh, the alien can sense man flesh. Uh, I like as well here, Saruman, if Smeagol is Google, then Saruman is only bloody Facebook, mate, because he's riling up all the wild (laughs) men with fake news. (laughs) The horsemen took your lands. Let unfettered and unchecked immigration to take place. Murderers! And then they run off, don't they? On on the the tide of fake news and yeah. uh, killing everything, you know. It's actually quite a good allegory for today's political situation, isn't it? It is, Sam, because yeah. like when you look at the the supposed figureheads of politics, like David Cameron and Ed Red Miliband, <laughs> ain't nothing going to get done in this country. It makes me sick. Disgusting. I tell you what, I did like I did like the Kingdom of Rohan mainly because the Kingdom of Rohan has got cracking music. Yeah. Na 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 na. The the Kingdom of Rohan also has very good outdoor and travel equipment and clothing. And why you say? Are you just googling fucking Rohan? I knew that Rohan was a brand, and I didn't know what it was. It's a brand. A brand. Rohan. It's a brand. They Fucking hell. Outdoor clothing. Oh, sorry. I thought you were saying like the kingdom of Rohan. You were just establishing all the kingdoms or different factions in Lord of the Rings or Middle Earth are brands. <laughs> no. like, hey, no, guys, no. we're back with the kingdom of Rohan. Make sure you hit that like button. Use the hashtag I love horses. No, Rohan is a in real life, not this mumbo jumbo fantasy land it makes you know like coats and yeah stuff. rohan in real life is one of the uh it's the monster from godzilla yeah 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 rohan yeah rohan big pterodactyl looking motherfucker rowan <laughs> rowan <laughs> mr bean <laughs> the bad time to be in rohan because the heir to the throne theodred is theo dead and we get introduced to a couple of characters here Aemir, Aramin, they're in Edoras, of course, with Theoden showing up there. And Theoden, of course, under control of Saruman the White, who is being whispered in the ear by none other than Grima Wormtongue. And I know what you're thinking, Sam. All of these characters, each one of them is a five-star Bobby Dazzler. Uh, can you go through that list again, please? Just once once more for me. Em- Emin, Aramin, uh... <laughs> Emmental and Endoras. <laughs> 
So we've got Aomir, Aowen in Edras with King Theoden and his advisor Grima Wormtongue. I yeah, I like I know Grima Wormtongue, but Aramir Just question, my lord. I love Grima Wormtongue. He's cool. He he's quite golem looking, you know? He is, isn't he? He's Great got that same vibe. Fucking oh, I love that guy. He you know what? Shave the eyebrows off of anyone like that, and that's mm. a commitment to the bit right there. And he just he works that eyebrowless foreheads, you know? He looks like he's been awake for seven years. <laughs> You know? And as well, not only has he been awake for seven years, mm. for almost as long he's been trying to get in Eowyn's pants, and Eomer, played by Carl Urban, is like, Too long have you haunted my sister's footsteps. And then he gets banished. I hold on, who A aim Aomir? Aomir. I can't I can't get a handle on these names. So Aomir is the brother of Eowyn. Aomir would be the nephew of Theoden. Eowyn, Eowyn would of course be the niece. <laughs> Aomir and Eowyn are brother and sister. Aomir is the nephew of Theoden. Eowyn is the niece of Theoden. They're both in Edoras. And of course, Theodred, the son of Theoden, he's he's dead, isn't he? So obviously Theodred, as the cousin of Eomir and Eomir, is obviously going to be very, very upsetting for all of them. Like, you can tell saying this that it's all bollocks, can't you? You you can feel it coming out of your mouth that this is silly. No, because I've done the fuck can work, oh, yeah? God. Oh, it's oh, fucking algebra is silly, isn't it, mate? I'm not going to use it for anything, so I'm not going to learn it. I'm going to go to mock the people who've taken the time to fucking do their homework, yeah? Yes, yeah. right? you fucking I've done, I've done my job, you do fucking yours. Alright. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, if you, if you want me to list the, the roster of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, I... I would gladly do it, but that's not you know what this what? podcast Have is about. You know what? Have a fucking go. I dare you. I fucking double dare you. Okay, we got Tony Hawk. T- Tony Hawk. We've- Bob Burnquist. Chad Musker. Alyssa Steamer. Uh, mm, is Eric... Eric Coston might be in it. Rodney Mullins in it. Are there um, any women as a matter of interest? Alyssa Steamer's the only woman in... Oh, this is the only woman who was allowed to skate back in the day. Was that back it? In, back in the day, yeah. Back in the... Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 day. And generous of you, Tony Hawks, to allow one um, woman. Oh, God. You know what? Sorry. Fucked it, mate. You blew it. You blew it. All right. So, Grim... Grimmy... Grim... Grimer? Grimmy. Grimmy. Nick Grimshaw. Grimmer. Who gets banished from Rohan here? Aemir. Aemir. Yeah. The brother of Eowyn. 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 And this all banished. happens in Edoras, folks, right after the death of Theodrich. And Theoden is literally right there as well. And he's basically saying that, yo, the, 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 the orcs are marching, there's there's loads of pillaging going on. And Grima is like, can't you see that he is upset with your warmongering, your Gr- malcontent? Grima Wormtongue is kind of speaking for the king at this point, isn't he? He's, 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 he's got a little hanky. Yeah. And he's, he's an evil presence. Put there by Saruman, isn't he? Yeah, uh, Saruman, of course, is working with Sauron. Uh, and have you ever rocked a hanky? No, never. My dad does, but I really? I've never. Not my, Millenni- not my millennials aren't taking up the mantle of the hanky. I think we're, we're a lost generation. I bet there's a hanky subscription service that each month you get a, a fancy hanky. I'm absolutely a hundred percent certain that there is. Yeah, yeah. If there's as not, as soon as you said that, I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw that on a list of needless fucking monthly subscription boxes. They'd call them pocket squares, but they're fucking hankies, mate. Yeah, pocket square. Yeah, right. Why is that? Just a hanky you're not allowed to get snot on. Say hanky, you fucking coward. All right. Now give me that pocket square. (laughs) (laughs) They run as if the very whips of their masters are behind them. Astute observation, Legolas. 
Mm. Very astute. I've often noticed if someone is running as if the very whip of his master was behind him. <laughs> Yo, Sam, it's time for some orc time. They ain't had nothing but hashtag Magni stinking bread for the hashtag three stinking days. <laughs> no, they are not for eating. Speak for yourself, mate, right? Because them hobbits, not human, they're hobbits. Yeah. So it's it's okay. It's fair game. Hey, for me, ears were in on it. Like you know, yeah, the, yeah. the ethics are all right here. I'm gonna eat any elf or dwarf or hobbit you put in front of me. My question is, Sam, what would be the tastiest part of a hobbit for you to eat? The dick. <laughs> the, um, the, the foot. I would say. The foot. Um, you say. Why the foot? Uh, big. That's true. It's got a lot of meat on it. I mean, are there many animals with which the feet are delectable? I mean, I know they, they rock the chicken feet in China. That's a, yeah. it's a big big thing they're fans of. Just for chewing and whatnot. No, I don't know, because a lot of these animals are, are hooved. Yeah, that's true. We don't eat that many things that have a proper foot, do we? No, we don't eat many pentadactyl limbs uh, in this neck of the woods. No, we don't eat, like, dinosaurs or whatever you're talking about. So... <laughs> But the orcs, they, they want to eat the Hobbit boys. And then they're like, well, what about just the legs? They don't need those. Yeah, fair point. Yeah. I can't really fault that logic. No, that's fine. I mean, yeah. you can eat my legs if you're, in a, if you're in a pinch. As long as you're kind of, I'm safe and I'm all right afterwards. Yeah. You, like, you will have to carry me everywhere, a la C-3PO and uh, Chewbacca. So there's a big fight now between the orcs and the some other people the horse lords uh, led by Eomir so he he's the guy who's just been banished yeah and he's come to fight the orcs now come to fight the orcs you know what I will say something for Sam I'm kind of glad to hear that you'll eat the feet or the legs because that means the arsehole's all mine which is uh, <laughs> the most precious meat of all like what about I'll just be there what about their assholes don't 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 what about their necks? <laughs> this is going to sound like a, a, a deep insult, but it's not meant to be. I think you, as an actor, would be very at home in the Lord of the Rings universe. Why is that, Sam? I, y- you're good with the voices? Is that because you saw my feature role in the background of the Four O'Clock Club in a recent episode? No. Did, have you been acting again? I've been uh, filling my minimal downtime with, with odds and ends. Have you been doing extras work? I have, yes. I always do a bit of extras work when I can. Nice. Keep your eyes peeled. See what you might see me next. Ah. That's why I like, because there's so many things out there that look quite like me in things. There's a lot of, yeah. And I get so many tweets from people kind of going oh is that you in the virgin you know flight safety video and all that and i actually honestly the money from doing extras work is awful and the, the hours are shit mm. but i feel i owe it to the fan base to actually add a bit of legitimacy to the fun of the hunt so, so i <laughs> put myself out there in some legitimate stuff so that's what people can say is this you and you can go yes like for instance if you are looking through the stock imagery of a very specific physiotherapists in manchester you may find my leg. Ah. You may find it. It's it's there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, the, the pictures were taken. So oh, the hunt nice. is on. Never mind your Cabri's meme eggs. That's the real hunt. I just feel like you would fit in the background of some of these scenes. Is that yeah. okay to say? Oh, that's fine. I'd, I'd love to be an orc. You're very tall and you've got a big beard. That's true. And uh, I've also had nothing but maggoty stinking bread for three days. Hey, stinking bread. And I, I can smell man flesh from a fucking mile. Yeah? From a yeah. mile. It'd be perfect. So the horses all come and it's all, ah, and they're all, and Mary's like, ah, no, and you like to believe that he's been killed. That he hasn't, though. No, he's all right. No one would have believed that, who's that, Mary? Mary. Pippin. 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 Steady on, it's Pippin. Pippin. 
That's not... No one felt worried about Pippin there, right? Well, I'm sure his mum and dad did. Ah, fuck him. Imagine being the parents of these actors going to the movies and being like, oh, no, it's all right, our <laughs> son is okay, like, you know. The Aragang meet the horse lords. Yes, they meet them. They get some horses out of this deal, I think. Yeah, they're like, oh, your mates are dead, sorry. But have these two horses. They're better than mates. I mean, in fairness, utilitarianly speaking, yeah, for, for most use... Two hobbits aren't as useful as two horses in the situation there are currently. No, not really. But they're all mates. They're all the Fellowship. You can't leave them behind. Well, the Fellowship's got two horses now. Deal with it. Yeah. They've added to their party. So, yeah, this this Rohan lad has just been like, yeah, they're all dead, mate. Have some horses. You know, he's, he's got he's got a very beautiful helmet, hasn't he, with his long blonde hair on it? Yeah. A- Aragorn here. He tracks the hobbits immediately. Find, they find a belt. He does some tracking. I didn't find any old belt. It's, oh, it's one of the halflings' wee belts. <laughs> <laughs> a wee belt, which I imagine stops you from pissing yourself, or it's to hold all your sick accessories for your wee. So when you're playing wee tennis, you have the appropriate accessory uh. that enhances the experience of playing Wee Tennis. At time of recording, um, R.I.P. Wee Shop Channel, which is oh, closed today. Oh, man. I know, right? That's yeah. literally a really sad moment. Gonna track the hobbits. So there's a great little moment here, right? Uh, this is a uh, a very special one here, okay? When they think that the hobbits are dead, mm. Aragon lets out a cracking scream. One of my all-time favorites. He goes, <laughs> and he kicks a helmet. And I think I remember watching the uh, director's commentary once. And he, mm. he like he injured his foot by kicking that helmet because he oh. was just like was part of the scene. And so that's actually like a. You kind of don't expect helmets to be heavy because they're headwear, but they're yeah. solid metal. Oh, yeah, you got to work out your neck wearing a helmet for, yeah. for real, like. Yeah. One observation I had here in my notes was that I hate the way orcs look and move, which is also <laughs> my feeling about spiders. I think they've got a similar vibe. Why do you not like the way they move? Well, I mean, this is deliberate, but they're just very creepy. There's this orc that comes out when Mary and Pippin think they're safe for a second, and he just goes like... That, that, I was trying to describe in audio what his movement was like <laughs> but his head's all which over is, the shop which is <laughs> he's got a kind of D'Lo Brown type thing going on for he's a, a wobbly head yeah yeah it's it's a bit it's creepy so what's happening here is that Aragon he uses his special detective mode view or witcher senses to mm. find all the clues and then he unlocks the cutscene as to what actually happened and yeah. they went into fuckface sorry Fangorn Forest I wrote down fuckface forest by mistake <laughs> And that was wrong. I'll tell you what, the awkward you mentioned, when he's chasing him, he's like, I'm going to cut you a little maggot owl in your chummy. When he's eventually that, and the tree beards, the big ends, when he steps on them, that's yeah. a cracking crunch. Like a it's, cr- a, it's a <laughs> very nice crunch. Yes. Again, similar to crunching a spider, you know, very, very satisfying. Oh, no, Sam, fuck no. you, mate. Get out. Under the glass with the piece of paper, and, and you then go, stamp please. On the glass. <laughs> <laughs> It's a traditional Jewish way to have a wedding and rid a spider at once. <laughs> no, you slip the card under it and then you go, please, for the love of God, Mr. Spider, never come back here again. And then yeah. you hope, pray, that they never do. This is a talking tree now. Yes. Happened. Tree beard. Tree beard. Tree. I am no tree. I am an inch. 
Uh, I'm not an ant. That was just me doing a fun voice. <laughs> I'm not a tree. I'm just a big tree called Treebeard. But I'm not a tree. <laughs> I resent the implication. I, I live in a I forest a tree. with all the other fucking trees. But I'm not a tree. And many of these trees are my friends. Right. What are you then if you're not a tree? Well, he's not a tree, but he thinks that they're little orcs. Yeah, but he doesn't he doesn't fuck them up or anything. He's he, he's giving them their time to explain themselves. He's giving them the business. He's squeezing them, Sam. Yeah, but he's not squeezing them too hard. He's squeezing their tummies. Like, you know, the stuff they're pipping it, he's got to fucking shit himself with that. Like... <laughs> Rubbing a giant thumb. Imagine your lowered intestine. Someone has a kind of smooth <laughs> oh, Western God. grip style rub their <laughs> finger across it. It'd push it out of you, like. Like Play-Doh out of one of those things. It would just come out the top in like a... Or a deep spot. Oh, yeah. Where it, it just kind of yeah. untangles out of your... It is. Like, uh. Honestly, I had a deep spot recently. It was like, you know, when you've got like those uh, special can of nuts that's got spring snakes inside. It was like that. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> Meanwhile... Good old Gollum, good guy Gollum, mm. googly Gollum, leads them out of the maze of razor-sharp rocks into a nasty, stinking bog full of porridge. Yeah. Get out of my swamp. <laughs> Say all these dead people. Wait, have you seen Shrek? Yeah, I've seen fucking Shrek. Have you seen Shrek too? Yes. Sorry, since when has Shrek become fucking Shrek, man? Like? fucking Shrek, man. Look at you, 14 years old. Have you boys seen Shrek? Yeah, man, I've seen fucking Shrek. <laughs> I'm 14, I want to watch an M. Night Shyamalan movie. So he's led them to this bog, this uh, marsh full dead of dead people. Dead faces in the water. Why are there dead people in the water? Dead faces in the water is a great album name, I'm just saying, like. Yeah, for, for um, oh, what was our metal band? Murder with a Girder. Murder with a Girder, with dead was it dead faces in the water yeah, yeah. There, long ago there was a battle there with uh, men and orcs and elves and uh, it's basically all the dead people lying in there ghosts ghost swamp okay cool it's or Fro- gwomp Frodo has a look at one of them and falls in doesn't he falls yeah into he basically he's like here Frodo don't do this one thing he's like I'm going to do this one thing he fucking falls in like a big Egypt. But he's rescued by Gollum. Hey! Maybe Gollum's a good boy. Very similar as well to, like, you know, when Sam gets rescued. Very similar to, like, you know, the hand diving in and pulling him mm. out. And Gollum's not like, oh, I'm a pretty great guy, aren't I? I saved you. He's just like, don't burn the last. Yeah, he just gives him a little bit of how's your father. A little bit of, you know, both, not both barrels, half a barrel, you know? But he saved his life. And uh, Frodo calls him Smeagol now at this point. Yeah, and then he's like, what did you're Smeagol, aren't you? He's like, Smeagol? <laughs> why, why did you call me? <laughs> you fucking what? <laughs> I've seen fucking track, mate. <laughs> They're, of course, interrupted by the scariest thing of all. Nazgul on wings. He's riding a big feckin' flying hagfish. Yeah. Massive. Is that a dragon? No, that is not. Oh, okay. Not a dragon. So I must admit the Nazgul, the Ring Raids, the Night Riders, pretty rubbish. The ring is literally right there. Their whole existence is to find the ring and they can't find it. No. And it's it's in the hand of basically a little boy. And then I'll get Oh don't call him a little boy, that's weird now. Is it? It is. If it's a boy, it's really weird. He's a boy. He's not, he's a hobbit, he's a fully grown no, hobbit. Sometimes they're like, oh, there's some hobbits. They will look like but children to you. Yeah, because they're fucking Fucking small. Yeah. Make him, don't equate someone's oh, no, 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 stature being a fucking <laughs> child. Minute, That's weird. Wait, no. 
Okay, all right. The Ara Gang are in Fangorn Forest, and they're here to meet the White Wizard. Be careful. Do not let him speak. He will put a spell on us. Yeah, now they think that's Saruman, right? They do. They think it's 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 proper Saruman, and they're very scared, so they're all like, I'd right, be careful. And straight away, White Wizard's like, Rrr! and he does all sorts of magic on them, makes his sword too spicy to hold. Like, ah! You know, it's all rubbish. And then he's like, a total fucking troll here, because he's like, I am Christo- I'm Christopher Lee, not, definitely <laughs> not Gene McCallan. His fucking lying face, and he's blinding yeah. white light, like, mate, I'd fucking kill you if you're if you're not careful here, like, I'd mm. literally stab you. It's a risky gambit. It is very risky, he's like, imagine if they stabbed him, and like, I was just killing <laughs> for fuck's sake. It was a prank, bro. <laughs> So, he's revealed what happened to him. Yeah. He's basically, he's all right now. So, it's okay. Ian McCallum does a little bit of a cheeky look here when it when they get the reveal. Big reveal. He's like, he's like oh, were you expecting me. Christopher <laughs> Lee, perhaps? No, you big feckin' idiot. It's me, <laughs> Gandalf. He's now Gandalf the White, because his hair's yes. got a bit different. So you used to call me. Got a different Gandalf the Grey. Yeah. Gandalf the Grey. Let me see Gandalf the White. Of course you fucking know your name. Stop being an Egypt. Come on now, get serious. Every day was like a lifetime on Earth. Oh, what was I called again? You're Gandalf. Come on. He's just, he's still in the prank bit. He's still trying to trick him a little bit more. He's trying to do another game. Always on, Sam, isn't he? Always on. What's going on? (laughs) And then he's got this straight up theremin whistle where it's like, Yeah. There is a burglar alarm near where I record sometimes, and it goes, and it always just makes me internally go, and then I have an internal bit where Shadow Facts, the Lord of all horses, friend of mine, I I have to go to the whole thing, and fucking stroke the horse and then get on with my business. It's very distracting. I forgot the name of the horse because I, I only write it down like a, as a little joke that I did where the horse was called Philofax but I couldn't remember the real name of the horse Shadowfax Philofax <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you have them little Philofax guys as a kid no there was like ones for kids that I think DK used to make it was like Philofax you put all your cool facts in there and shit Donkey like. Kong used to make Philofaxes it did yeah was it DK or DC one of those no DK DK yeah DK yeah. the last member of the DK crew is the fine <laughs> selection of children's encyclopedias it's great it taught me basic clerical work as a child like got, got little Philofaxes two years in a row and then the following year I had a summer job filing in my parents office I'm like hang on a second <laughs> I I've see what's bre- going on here I've been bred for this <laughs> like and therefore i waited in bated breath two years after getting pokemon and so i'd be asked to become a legitimate pokemon trainer never happened still waiting for the call still waiting for that the frodo and sam they've been led to i think the entrance of mordor maybe the black gate the black gate and there's some easterlings here oh and that a great name you might imagine easterlings Little, you know, the little eggs that you begin. Yeah. Little Easterlings. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I ate a big basket of Easterlings last year. They don't Gone. look tasty, these Easterlings, though. Oh, no, what are you talking about? They've got the gold foil on the outside. It's going to pull it off, Sam. They're good to uh, go underneath, like. Yeah. Sam falls down like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> where he's like, oh, no, I've gotten stuck like a fucking oh, idiot. Oh, fuck. Wait, th- this, is this the bit where they hide under the thing? Yeah. Ah, oh, this is stupid. What? Is this, is this some sort of magic? cloak here or is this just yeah. a, a genuine honest to goodness cloak no it's an elven cloak Sam hence the fucking line of dialogue for you 
fucking Johnny Come Lately's who didn't even have the courage or the heart to buy and watch the extended version. Sam has to go. Embarrassingly to all of us who've watched the extended version, if we didn't have these elven cloaks, we'd be in like a big bit of trouble or these elven cloaks won't do us any good inside. Because in the extended version, they're given gifts from the lady Galadriel and she gives them elven cloaks along with the Lebna spread. And the elven cloaks mean that they can hide away from stupid eyes. Do they just make you turn in... It's like a, almost a chameleon thing. You just turn into something around you. It, yeah. It disguises you. It's camouflage. In the way that Kirby can turn into like a, a statue or something like that. Yeah. It's kind right. of avoid, avoid any... So the, it's a special Tanuki suit from Mario 3 where you can turn into a statue and people just walk on by and I know what's going on. If that's the case, I feel like they don't use this enough in this film. It'd be a bit too much like. But there yeah. is a point in the next movie where there's like a literal, a key item that mm. is not referenced unless you've seen like those extended versions. And that that's, once again, you've not done the required uh, viewing for this. Uh, uh, I will fill you in as well, of course, just in case anyone was doing it at home. Gimli asked for, but one golden hair from the lady's head, except she gave me three. What he's going to do with those hairs is anyone's guess, but keep that in your back pocket, Sam. The whole time, Gimli has got three ladies' hairs in his back pocket. Does that happen in this film? Last movie, extended version. The previous movie? Yeah. Just so we know, this is he's got the hairs. So Jesus could... Christ, this film has got a fucking inventory I have to keep track of. I feel like I need to press start and have a look at all the items that I've got. Yeah, or you could check the notebook, you know. This film would be more fun as a game, where the walkie about bits, you're actually doing them yourself and you can jog about and run around on a horse. A lot of fetch quests, I'm sure, will be involved yeah. as a result to pad it out. Like. But I don't want to fucking watch it. It's like watching someone play Red Dead Redemption. I'm like... This is boring watching you do it. It's great when I do it. I wouldn't know. I've, I've not got enough time to, <sighs> to... I've honestly... And I hate that. You know what? This is what's happened to me. The other day where it's like Metroid Prime 4 has been like basically cancelled and will be restarted. I was mm. like, yes, great, awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like when someone's like, I'm sorry, I can't come over today. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, no, that's great. And you're secretly happy because you had a lot of admin to do anyway. Yeah, so that's it's how you like, feel about a, Metroid Prime. <laughs> that's how I feel about Metroid Prime right now. So Gollum is like, they will see! So he says, don't go in the front gate like a bunch of idiots. Why did you bring us to the front gate then, mate? They asked him to go, you know? Yeah, but he knew a different way and he was like, but Master didn't ask. And I'm like, what did... Do some fucking, you know... This is like Apple Maps, isn't it? As opposed to Google Maps. Yeah, all wrong. Taking you right through the fucking black he gate. He should be like Waze, you know, where it gives you an alternate route and you go down some fucking country roads and it's a nightmare and you're scared and all to avoid one toll. I'm like, I'd rather pay the three quid or whatever and just go through that thing. I don't know how much tolls are. There's a point now where that analogy went from being relatable to this has happened to Sam in the last <laughs> month. Like. I'm just trying to get to Ikea. It's a <laughs> fucking nightmare. Meanwhile, in Edoras, therein lies Theoden, whose son's Theodrid is Theoded, and Grima Wormtong is putting the moves on a grieving Eowyn. Ho ho, let me tell you. He's got all the sexy lines, hasn't he? Who knows what you've uttered to the darkness? <laughs> oh, ho, ho, you now, all right, playing hard to get, like a spring morning still clinging to the chill of winter. <laughs> I'm, I'm rock hard right now, Grima. <laughs> All right, it's it's doing the business for everyone. This lad, what a fucking player! He's been he's been reading his uh, pickup artist books, hasn't he? Like, he you has. know, <laughs> yeah. Step one, haunt their steps. <laughs> Step two, talk about them speaking to the darkness. Brackets. Who knows what utterances they have let go? <laughs> and he literally grabs her face, and I love the bit as well when he does it. He's kind of like, "I'm gonna kiss you now." Oh, uh, oh, 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 oh. And then she's like, your words are poison. 
Boom. Yeah, that's a pretty solid dunk right there. If anyone would like to know the mm. longest extended period of goosebumps I regularly get, yeah. the, one of the longest bits is, is right here from the okay. bit where she goes, your words are poison, and she bams open the doors... And the music kicks in. The man, 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 man. I don't know why I'm doing a guitar. Whammy bar. Yeah, yeah. And then the flag falls off. And she's like, yes. got our cool dress with the big long C's going. And then the flag falls off. And Aragon is like, oh, the flag has fallen down. That is symbolic of the fallen nature of the kingdom of Rohan. And then they climb up and there's a cool pre-drone shot of of the whole place. I get goosebumps for around four minutes straight after that. Okay. It's great. I mean, there's a lot of very good shots in this. There's a lot of nice views of Zealand. Zealand. Yeah, old Zealand. Because <laughs> this was filmed ages ago. And the nicest view of Zealand is the award-winning smile of Carl Urban, one of the true jewels <laughs> of the New Zealand acting scene, is what yeah. I would say. So Gandalf and the gang, the Ara gang, they're going in and uh, yeah, they're going to get patted down. They can't have any of their weapons. Oh, surely you're not deprived of an old man's walking stick. And he basically winks at a fucking camera. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were about to say he winks at gambling. I'm like, yeah, he, he pretty much does. Like, yeah. but, uh, you're seeing the camera. No, gambling, a uh, different character there. Gambling? Camera is not a character in the Lord of the Rings universe. Gambling? Gambling. It's not gambling. Who's gambling? Gambling. Gambling is the long-haired, red-headed man who's like... He's the one who gives a sexy promo to Thaded later. He's like, your people would follow you to the ends of the earth, so they will. You're a fucking mega-king, you are. Gambling. Gambling. Come gambling. Oh, when the fun stops, stop. Yeah. Look, guys, all I will say is just know when the fun stops, okay? And the gambling commission takes this very, very seriously. <laughs> yeah, and just know when a good time turns bad. So Gandalf's coming in. He's like, hail Thaden, king of Rohan. And, and all the time, Grim is like, He's, he is a herald of woe. And he's like, you him here. You're right, Lord. He's a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. Great. I love old Krusty Thaden. He looks like... Do you ever see, like, a poo that's been left out for ages and it goes kind of all dusty? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, out on the street. Yeah, white dog poo. Yes. <laughs> Looks like that. <laughs> exactly like that, the mystery. Yeah. There was a white poo once in boarding school, and it literally, mm. it was like, it was like, who shot Mr. Burns? It gripped the entire <laughs> nation for a whole summer. Like, we never found out. <laughs> I think I've also noticed about this film and this universe is that everyone loves saying who their dad is. Yeah. Like, this is so-and-so, son of so-and-so. But that doesn't work these days. Where I'm like, I'm Sam, son of Ian. No one really... I know, mine's got a nice cadence to it. I mean, you're a Sam, son of Ian. You've got Bat, son of Bat, you know? Yeah. And I'm Kevin, son of Brenton. You know, that could work. Yeah, You know, we I got we so. got the, the banging, you know, thing here, you know? Was this like pre-surnames? Pre, pretty much, yeah. I mean, yeah. Sam, son of Ian, of the kingdom of Nottingham. Yeah. Maybe I'd be Sam Ianson, eventually. Ianson. Ianson. Sam Ianson, because I'm son of Ian. It's, that's what happened. You weren't a son of Ian. You're actually a Lynn of Chap. That's what actually has happened here. <laughs> that's why you've got the surname that you do now. Like the Gandalf reveals his staff here. I told you to take the wizard staff. <laughs> <laughs> tongue. Wormtongue is really surprised by this, but he must have been watching a little bit as they came in. Now he's too busy being right up close to Thade and be like. Uh, yeah. this question, mate. He's proper in there, isn't he? Gandalf does like an exorcism on the king. It's great. Gets all of the bad out of him. Yeah, he says, I will draw you like poison from a wound, Saruman. And he's like, gah, Rohan is mine. 
Mm. I like this is the second time we've had Christopher Lee's voice come out of someone else's body. I love that so much. Is he able to just possess people then? Is that kind of what's happened? Yeah, he's possessed them. Right, cool. Hence why Rohan's not fighting the orcs and yeah. not having a proper funeral for Theodred. You know, it's all because of Saruman. And then he goes, and the best thing about that is that Christopher Lee, as Saruman, goes, across a very laminate floor <laughs> in the Tower of Orthanc, which I like a lot. So, worm boy, Grima, he gets tossed out. He gets the bum's rush. He gets the bum's rush, but Aragorn, Aragorn lets him go. Very arrogant of him, isn't it? Very arrogant. I don't know why he lets him go. No, enough blood has been shed on his account. Because he's just a bad bastard. He's not, he's a nefarious weirdo. He's, he's a big, dirty creep-like. You don't have to kill him, but don't let him run off with a horse. It just would have ruined a little bit where it's like, kind of, hey, everyone, Theoden's back! <laughs> and then he kills them, and they're like, Jesus Christ, why did you do that? It's like, oh, well, um, his leechcraft would have had me on all fours like a beast, so... Yeah, I suppose it would have ruined the nice moment. Can I get a hail Theoden? <laughs> <laughs> There's some kids who have shown up now. They were yeah. they were introduced before. I think we forgot about that. Ah, yeah, it's just, you know, kids, villages burning. It's basically they know that the orcs are coming. They're okay. pretty much fucked. You know, yeah. and there's all there's a lot on this play because it's like right, you've got war coming. And he's like, I don't want open war, and he's like, well, it doesn't make much of a difference, mate. You've got it, like you know. Mm. It's like when someone says, I will not tolerate having worms. It's like, well, you know, it doesn't matter. You have worms, like you know, yeah. it doesn't matter whether or not you tolerate it. Like your you know? attitude towards worms is not the issue here. There yeah. are worms on you, mate. Yeah, fucking wash your hands, like you know, stop licking your fingers. There's a nice bit of here with Gimli having a big drink and it's all spilling down his beard. That's good. He, well, most of the drink is for? absorbed into his beard. Yeah, it's great. Actually, when you are a bearded man, mm-hmm. or anyone who's got like a deep uh, upper lip facial hair, could be mm. uh, you got a mustachio going on. Once you reach the level of lushness, and the level of lushness, what is that, Kevin? It's the level with which you can do Gandalf impressions. Uh, you can then get second drinks from your beard by doing a little lower lip uh, wow, suction, a, sectoral feeding from the, the yeah what a deeply unpleasant thought that is you told me that every time I did it when uh, anytime I've had a pint with you and uh, I feel <laughs> that you suck it out of your lip hair yeah if any of you Aegis and bearded folk out there are like oh no I've got my beard wet I better like dab it with a dry cloth to absorb it no suck it out of your face it is still beer it just tastes yeah. of beard now it is beard <laughs> 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 so they've they've got to go to Helm's Deep. Yeah, oh, I will say before before they have to go to Helm's Deep. Yeah, he's got the dirty business of having to you know have a funeral for his kids, and then he goes, "No parents should have to bury their child." I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. You know, someone someone else should have to do that. You know, it's a bit, a bit much to like." <laughs> Someone hasn't taken out a prepaid funeral plan. Yeah, the gravediggers are just sitting there kind of going, well, there are the shovels. They're like, well, no parents have to bury their child. Well, you do. So, you know, <laughs> bit of elbow grease. Off you go, you know? And so their plan is to go to Helm's Deep. Where, Helm's, Deep. Helm's Deep? Helm's Deep is the fortress of the Rohirrim. It's the uh, great mountainside castle. It's built into tunnels that go all the way to the riverlands. So it's very safe, very fortified. This is just a hide from the orcs and the nasty people. Pretty much. Uh, It's it's to to, to keep everyone safe and everyone kind of disagrees that it's a bad idea, that it's a trap. They'll be Mm. cornered like rats in a cage. Meanwhile, Eowyn reveals that she fears neither death nor pain. Cages, though, that's a whole other story. Aragorn seems really into that. He fancies her, very obviously, here. Because she doesn't fear death. 
They've got a little bit of... A th- I like going this here. we got the, the unrequited love for once in one of these movies because uh, Eowyn's got the hots for Aragon and he's got the hots for her, but he's got his long-distance elven girlfriend, Arwen, to consider. Yeah, so it's it's a classic Eowyn-Arwen situation here. Yeah, I mean, are you more of an Eowyn or an Arwen? That's the kind of question you need to be asking yourself. Mm. Meanwhile, Sam is busy calling Gollum names like, Oi! Stinker! Mm. And Frodo's not having it. Frodo feels sorry for... What do you do, little Gollum? Call him names. Mate, stop having a go. Why do you call him names? Hey, Frodo, it's because he's a little rotter, mate. Look at him. He's all ugly and weird. i got to be mean to him. He looks like a wrong'un. <laughs> you sound so much like disheveled Stephen Merchant when you put on your Sam voice. Here, Frodo, I don't like him, I don't. He's nasty little bugger, isn't he? Look at him. Look at him, eating fish. Don't trust him. Ate him. Weird. Don't like it. What do you know about it? Nothing. Oh, meow, Frodo. Yeah. The claws are out now, huh? And then he, he has to immediately apologise. He's like, I don't know why I said that. It's the ring. Sam knows oh, what it is. It's the fucking it's ring. The ring. It's the ring, yeah. It's the ring, sure. mate. Ever since you have that fucking ring, you've been a right dickhead. Stop we have a it. very famous scene here now where mm. Smeagol is berated by Gollum and then Gollum is basically banished by Smeagol. We have the kind of two well, sides of the same minute, coin. Wait a minute, Kevin. I thought they were the same dude. Yeah, Sam, but some river folk can have multiple personalities, has, so they can. Has there been a bit of movie magic here to make it seem like there's a, a conversation occurring between the same character, but through the use of editing and shots, it seems like a conversation between two different people. Has that happened? It has, and also as well, what they've done there is that they've actually done that wasn't the real reflection there of Andy Circus. they've done another Gollum in the reflection of the water so they have and that's very very good because honestly if I was making it I would have that's a mistake I would have made that's an error I would have definitely made anytime there's a reflection of Gollum it'd just be Andy Circus in a in a morph suit like (laughs) covering ping pong -pong balls balls, yeah Yeah. Um, this is a, I, I enjoyed this acting from Andy here. I, I, I was into it. I liked this right. scene. He was the absolute fucking zenith of, like, quotable zeitgeist. He yeah. was 2002 to 2005. Those were fucking Gollum years. As exactly. Anytime they wanted a punchline or a reference to anything. And I have to ask you, seeing as you put your fingers in your fucking ears last time you saw it. Yeah. Do you get the the Gollum hype? Was Gollum a I fun do. character? I do get it. Yeah. He is a fun character. Does that make this movie more fun than its predecessor? Yes. On the ground that Gollum is in it. So Gollum makes this a better experience than the first movie. I would say so. He's he's interesting and he's he's sometimes a bit of a comic relief, sometimes a menacing, scary presence. He's He's got uh, more to him than a lot of the other characters in this film. He is. He's one of the most complex and interesting characters mm. in the entire movie franchise, I would say. Yeah. And yes, I'm even going all the way to the, to the Hobbit with that one, folks. So he banishes his nasty self from... <laughs> That sounds weird. His nasty self. Get your nasty self out of here. From himself, right? Yeah. Yeah. He basically does a self exorcism. And then the next day, he's all happy and he's got a brace <laughs> of ponies. Yeah. Potato. Boil them, mash them, put them in a stew. Potato. You're ruining it. Give it to us raw and minging. Yeah, that's his nasty self coming out again. Um, the, I remember the potatoes bit being a meme in the early days of meme. Yeah. It was remixed, and not, you know, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew, potatoes. Potato. Anything three three syllable, you're good to go there. Sam Chaplin, boil them, mash them, <laughs> stick him in a Pepsi. 
<laughs> I do want some chips now, though. Oh, nice golden some, chips with a hunk of fried fish. Some oldie worldy chips would be nice. Thick, chunky chips, wouldn't they be? I don't know. I don't like thick chips. Do you not like thick chips? I'm a thin chip guy. All right. If you're thrice cooking or even twice cooking, come back to me. Thickness is a whole different story there. But normally speaking, if you're going thick cut, I will be disappointed. Oh, all right. I don't, you know, I don't want to get into a fucking vote about it, is what I'm going to say. Because remember what happened last time. Gimli is explaining dwarf women and the misconception that there are no dwarf women. Because they look like the dwarf men. Yeah. Very similar looking. They've got an arrogance like, oh, because of the beard. Does a little goof to his lady friend. I like as well that the only other female character other than Arwen and Eowyn is the mention that there are female dwarves. <laughs> She's a solid number three female dwarfs as a general yeah. whole brought in here. Mm. Aragon has a sexy dream. Then it is mm. a good dream. Yeah, he has he has a sexy dream. He, he kisses his, his elf girlfriend. But he's hanging around with his non-elf girlfriend now. Oh, well, they're not girlfriend. They're just um, boyfriend. They're well, just pals. No, I know, but you can tell from his eyes that the girlfriend's what he wants, you know? Oh. He, he's, he's doing a big fancy on her. He's got a wandering eye. But he had to leave elf lady, right? Yep. Let's leave her behind. Because the elves are leaving Middle Earth. And it's basically like, yo, you want to stay here and hang out with me? Brackets mortal. Or do you want to go mm. live forever in the Undying Lands with your people? Which is a pretty tough call. Uh, this is the point where I'm starting to get a bit confused about what's going on, who everyone is, and what timelines are happening here. Because this is kind of part dream, part flashback, isn't it? It is. It's part dream, part flashback. And honestly, it is literally just so we can get Elrond and Arwen in this movie. Like, right. yeah, it's it's quite like, I don't say random, but it's, it's it feels a bit tacked on at this point. Like, yeah. Oh, by the way, this other thing from the first movie we didn't quite fully explain. Mm. Send forth your warg riders i love wargs warg wargs wargs sounds like something that we pitched to us in the 90s to be like the new cool thing like hey kids yeah hey kids are you been playing with your furby like a loser how about wargs 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 and there was one kid who'd like have the special machine to make his own wargs and he'd be like oh it's bringing in all these custom wargs fuck off and, mate and in the ad there would be a point where it would tilt the camera and go to kind of a granular effect and someone would spray paint wargs on a brick wall <laughs> Wargs! Yeah. What are wargs? They're the big wolves that the orcs ride. Right. Okay, <laughs> that's the wargs. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they look like taxidermy animals, don't they? They do, bad taxidermy they animals. They look like they've been stuffed already, but they're, and they're somehow really alive. Yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit of fun banter between Gimli and Legolas here. A little bit of playful yeah. banter. They're like, oh, that was, that, was, that was mine, you know, or that one was mine, you know? They're having a little bit of fun killing, you know? It's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're yeah. taking life, Sam, and particularly when it's a life as meaningless as an orc's life, it's, it's fun just, to gamify it. It is, you know? Yeah. It's how you make the chores fun. You find the fun in it. Is this the point where Legolas does his special getting on a horse thing? Yeah. Where he does a kind of loop-de-loop weird... That's what's that? How I think that's what that? the, the so solid crew call flip reversing it, Mace. It's it a very cool reversing. move. Gimli kills and then smells an orc, mm. and then Aragon gets caught in a bit of a tumble as a warg goes flying into him, and they're like, "What happened to Aragon?" <laughs> He's dead. Exactly, <laughs> tumble off the cliff. He's <laughs> done nothing but dead for three stinking days. And I love that that orc has the best death in the movie. He's like, ah, he's dead. <laughs> and then he's dead. That's great, like, nah, I'm dead. <laughs> 
So that's the end of Aragon then. Yeah, then we get another like cliffhanger. Oh, this character's dead because he's gone off a cliff, but we don't see him die, so we know he's not dead. You reckon? Yep, not dead. Oh, well, I know because I've watched it, Kevin. <laughs> we'll just see. We'll just see is all I'm going to say. Stay tuned, folks, as Cinema Swirl rolls on. All right, we're back in Cinema Swirl, back after the break there. We're in Helm's Deep now, aren't we? Mm. Yeah. His new lady is sad when it's revealed that Aragon is not with them. He fell. He fell. He He's- fell. And she's like, oh, all right. He's all right. Where is he then? The fucking big laser. Like, oh, I fell. I'm not coming to Helm's Deep anymore. (laughs) I scraped my knee, like. And she's like, got right off him because she thought he was a big boy. And now he's not. He's just a wuss who fucking falls over (laughs) once and won't even do a battle. Helm's Deep, which is where they're all holed up, has one fatal flaw. It's got a fucking drain coming out of it, which I think is like... What else had, like, a little hole? It was a Death Star. Death Star, yeah. A little hole in it. Why do they build these things with a little hole in it? Sam, if there's no drain, the thing's just going to fill up with effluent and just explode. No one wants that. Yeah, and it will stink so badly that no one will come and attack you. (laughs) Make your bugs features, mate. It's part of the strategy. So, yeah, Grima's all like, how can fire undo stone? And he's like, oh, I've invented bombs, mate. That's how. Fucking Mm. get with it, yeah? Saruman's got a big dirty army and then he says there will be no dawn for men hashtag me too movement right there yeah no dawn (laughs) no dawn for men Christ Uh, so his big army that he reveals to Grima is like tens of thousands strong maybe 10k yeah 10k 10k yeah couch to 10k he's really like yeah Saruman got off his backside and he got 10,000 orc high that's pretty impressive like yeah. Oh, why Sarah Millicent spoke in his ear and told him, come on, why don't you run a bit more? Uh, uh. Have you downloaded the app then? Oh, I've used it ages ago, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I use Michael Johnson. He was fucking proper business voice, like, you know, not making little jokes when I'm fucking pushing myself to the limit, mate, yeah? You went with Sarah Millicent, didn't you? No, I haven't it's done a, it. Oh, <laughs> you're going to have a nice run, are you? I didn't... <laughs> I didn't get off the couch in the first place. Oh, you got the app though, right? That's the first step. You got the app and thought, well, I've done my bit. All right, my, my chance Back to you is sitting down. You, you have to now use Sarah Millicent as the voice in it because she'd be like, oh, you're going to have a bit of a run. You'd be like, yes, I am. All right, then. Mm. Thank you, Sarah Millicent. I've been pronouncing it wrong all these years. I didn't want to, you know. Uh, oddly, no one has ever corrected me. <laughs> no? Not even you right now as we've right in, in the thick of it here have, have revealed that I've been pronouncing it wrong. Like, it's Millican, mate. Millican. Millican. Like Pelican, but Millican. Millican, that's what they said for Red Ed when they said he'd become Prime Minister. And now look at him, podcasted <laughs> like a filthy animal. Merry and Pippin are still hanging around with the fucking tree. And the the green screen in this bit Ooh. looks a little bit hokey. Very hokey, yeah. Yeah, it's not fantastic. I don't know why that bit is so particularly egregious looking. It's not. It's because they're moving fast past a background that is the wrong colour, I think, for it to be obscured. Yeah. You know? Just the, too, the motion blur or something is off. It just doesn't look right. It looks it looks very, very peculiar indeed. But mm. it's alright, guys, because Ari's grand. He just had a little bit of a kip. Had a ghost kiss as well, which is the best kind of kiss. Yeah. He's all right. Now, I, I got confused by the, the elf the elf dad bit. Oh, with Elrond? Yeah, that's fine. They've done that. Whether by the sword or the slow decay of time, Aragorn will fall. There will be no comfort. Nothing to carry with you as you waste your dwindling years of your long life walking this plane. Oh, God, Sam, isn't it the worst? If anyone you know is going out with someone you think is a little too old for them, just give them the old Elrond speech here, huh? And just let them know that, you know, 
There's a whole bunch of like exposition and explanation here, which somehow made me more confused and lost. I feel like groups have been introduced that I don't really remember who they are or know who they are, and I don't know where everyone's going. I just feel lost. Am I just an idiot? Have I just not followed this film properly? Is that the issue here? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, You you hit the nail on the head there, Sam. You did. You didn't do the required viewing, and you've not put in enough work, and you've not gotten your results. You, you You get what you put into this movie, Sam. Did everyone else take this all in in one sitting? They just get it. No, sorry. It's just that 12-year-olds managed to fucking grasp this like 17, 18 years ago before we even had Snapchat, okay? Yeah. So. I think that the root cause of this whole podcast is just that I'm a bit of an idiot. Ah, no, Sam. It's a deep movie and you're not engrossed with the fandom. So. (laughs) No. Maybe if we sat you up closer to the film next time, right? (laughs) I had the um, I had the subtitles on and everything, trying to get every last word and understand who everyone was. And it's just more alienating and confusing. So you didn't like that Galadriel was like, oh, by the way, there's also the Gondorians and there's also Faramir, the young captain of Gondor, and the elves are leaving for the Undying Lands. And what will the woodland elves do, Elrond? There was an allegiance between men and elves many years ago. Are we the elves? Is the time of the elves is over? And it could be the time of the orcs, or perhaps the time of men. Are we to leave them to their faith at Helm's Deep? Or... Should we send an attachment of woodland elves? And that's only what they bloody do. So I can feel my brain drying up. Like it's kind of just all the moisture is going out of my head at this point. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. What I, what I can do is like I can put on headphones and I could be like an inspirational voice in your head to get you through the rest of this podcast. Like, you know? Yeah. You nailed it, Sam. Just walk for another 30 seconds and then we're going to go and talk about Faramir. If you could do little jokes while I'm trying to get through it, that would be great. Like Sarah Milliken does, you see? She does little jokes, like kind Just of. Just little jokes. And like, ah, you got to have something nice from Tesco for your tea. <laughs> So, Boromir, who is Sean Bean, yeah. his brother has kidnapped Sam and Frodo, correct? Yeah, and he is Faramir. Faramir. You know, you put your hand in him, he goes, and you can control it like that. Yeah. Faramir makes some pretty spooky noises, yeah. And Frodo basically lays it all out. He's like, yo, there was a Fellowship of the Ring. There was all this stuff. There was like a big octopus. It was really, really great. And then he's like, Frodo, he, that's his brother. He's my brother. And it's a big reveal moment there because it's like, wow. And then he's like, why Why is he dead then, mate? And Frodo's like, I don't know. I, I left on a boat before that shit happened. Uh. And he's like, well, what about that little goblin man that you've got with you? Who's he? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. Denying. And much like Peter, Frodo denies Gollum, brackets, Jesus. Oh, no, I couldn't really. He's not really much of a Jesus, is he? Like, you know. Well, you know. But <laughs> I don't I don't want to be like... I don't want to make comparisons between Gollum and Jesus, but... You're uniquely qualified. You've seen the Passion of the Christ. I have, yeah. You know, a lot of people looked at Jesus and said that he was a weird little goblin boy. And yet, now, you know... Uh? So, think twice who you call ugly in high school. Exactly, because you you never know who ends up being the president of heaven. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) you know, you don't want to make enemies. Swimming in the forbidden poo is, oh, is forbidden. He looks so cute having a nice time in the pool, though. The forbidden pool! Yeah, but why is the pool forbidden? It is the forbidden pool, Sam. You can't go in it. It's punishable by death. Is he making that up to trick him? 
into explaining who Gollum is. I just love the idea that it's just kind of accepted. If someone says in the Lord of the Rings universe, oh, that's the Forbidden Pool, it's like, oh, fucking shit, really? Oh, yeah, oh, okay, all right, yeah, I'll tell you who he is. Like, I reckon that's bollocks that he just made up. Yeah, it's not the Forbidden Pool, it's fucking... Punishable by death. Death. Going in the Forbidden Pool. Yeah, I mean, it's a very, very, very Forbidden Pool, Sam. Frodo explains that he's their guide. Yeah. That's why they brought him along. And uh, Gondorians treat him like shit, they beat him around a bit, and he's like, what did they steal from you? My precious... He's sometimes cute, Gollum, and then sometimes horrifying. I'll tell you what's horrifying is Faramir, he's got serious ring horn here, huh? He wants that ring. Everyone wants that ring. Everyone wants a bit of the ring. Yeah, it's much like Golden Nuggets, except the yeehaw taste. It's the one ring, like, everyone's gotta have it, like, gotta have that yeehaw ring, you know? Hey, everyone, Aragorn's back! Yay! Yay! He's fine. 10,000 Uruks are marching upon us! Yay! Okay. Gimme's like, where is he? I'll kill him! (laughs) You like Gimli? Gimli's great. I like Gimli. Yay! Yeah. You remember in the first movie when Gimli realised his cousin was dead and he went, Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that Aww. was cracking. I'm not advocating, like, because I love my cousins, but, like, if the, if he's got another knocking around, someone quickly kill him and then we can have another, because that was a great <laughs> noise, you know? It was, you know what, there's a lot of fun noises in this movie. None of them are as fun as that. No. Aragorn's lady friend... Erwin is happy to see him. But she kind of walks back a little bit when she sees the piece of jewellery. You know, the size of that rock from uh, obviously another lady friend. Mm. Not going to mess around with that friend. No way. So these guys are all off to fight the scary army now, aren't they, right? Yeah, they're all holding up in Helm's Deep, getting ready, yeah. getting all the uh, all the Rohinians to fight, even the shit ones, the old ones and the really young ones. None of the women are to fight, but the very unable-bodied old men and children better fight like that seems fine right i kind of feel like there should be no dawn for man if this is their fucking strategy they've got like (laughs) thousands of women like shield maidens of rohan for fuck's sake lads get it together but the the elves have come to help right yeah the elves elves. that's nice and he's very sexy this lucius malfoy looking motherfucker he's like (laughs) eons ago there was a alliance between elves and men and we're going to live up to that alliance now hmm and they're like, oh, all right, you tricksy elves. It's a bit shit that they're like, hey, everyone, do you want to go to the Undying Lands? Yeah, all right. What is it? Oh, we get to live basically forever. Uh, it is essentially heaven. Uh, sorry, lads, could you just um, quickly go to Helm's Deep? There's 300 humans who are about to be killed by 10,000 orcs. Could around 20 of you go? Is that 30? Yeah, cool, thanks. Oh, no, you come to the Undying Lands afterwards. That's fine. Yeah, cool. As long as you don't die. We'll be in the Undying Lands not dying, but you <laughs> might die. But then you can come I'm sorry. and die. This is obviously the people they didn't want to go to the Undying Lands. This is all the fuck-ups. But this is like whatever the equivalent, the elven equivalent of Barabbas is. Like, you know, the horrible people. Yeah, you know, yeah. they don't want the, the real rough and tumble prisoners of war and whatnot. But they trick them by going, and we have to send you, you're the strongest and most handsome and the best ones. We wouldn't be able to do it. We've got to go hide in the, the Undying Lands like a bunch of cowards, but you're really brave and strong, so you, you can do it. Basically, they don't want no fucking Slytherin in the Undying Lands. That's no. why they sent Malfoy <laughs> off here, like, 300 against 10,000? They will die. And I will die as one of them. I like when Aragon gets so angry that his voice goes from being this into this. And I will <laughs> die as one of them. <laughs> Fuck, he's not Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but we have to get to the third movie eventually so we can see when he becomes Irish for a little bit, which is great. <laughs> it's fucking great. So we can see the big army ready for the fight, yep. but Gimli can't see over the bit. He can't see over the wall. Can you describe it to me? <laughs> he, I think he does a little laugh, doesn't he? Just like a hit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I get you a box, mate. Like you, because you're sure. They're great. See, I, you're liking this movie way more already. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. Those bits are in there for the likes of you who don't care about the actual story and all the the greater world of it all. You know. I just like Gimme going. <laughs> Do a little laugh. It's nice. And then and then it rains. Nothing doing that day, is it? <sighs> <sighs> Kevin, yeah, I've realised a fundamental issue with me and fantasy films. Yes, I find these big, large-scale dramatic battles very dull. Really, it really doesn't do it for me. Even like, because I remember you and I actually we watched one of the episodes of Game of Thrones together as it was coming yeah. out. It was the big when Stannis does his big battle at King's Landing, and that's like yeah. the, that was at the time the biggest battle in Game of Thrones. Not for you, is it? No, I prefer the more you know, interesting dialogue or one-on-one fights. But the big, huge-scale, epic battles, I don't What about, like, in Star Wars and, like, Empire and stuff when you have the big battle on Hoth? Do you hate that as well? I'm not saying I hate it. I just, I don't find it as exciting as I feel like I should. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out what the nature of your fantasy bias is. Fantasy bias. I I don't know. I just, it's, it's not, it's very visually impressive. I just, I can't get too emotionally involved in war scenes of this scale. Yeah, and Peter Jackson knows that already, and that's why he puts in fun grunts and noises. Like, yeah, yeah the orcs are going and then one guy gets hit with an arrow and goes which is great. We get the proper Wilhelm scream. Yeah. <laughs> Gimli and Legolas are again competing with with each other over their kill streaks, like teenagers playing Fortnite in their bedrooms. For those listening in the future, a few years from now, Fortnite was a video game. Uh, for those of you listening in the future right now, a uh, bedroom is like a, a room <laughs> where you 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 sleep. And sometimes eat. We used to have them before Brexit. Before, in the before times. Not anymore. Theoden is all like, so it begins, so it does. There's lots of ladders. If you like a ladder, this is the battle scene for you, my friends. Mm. This movie did for ladders what Star Wars did for spaceships in the 70s. One of the big ladders falls over, doesn't it? That's great. It's great. Hilarious slapstick fun. That that uh, that crunch. Yeah. To be a foley artist on this one, Sam, would be a right hoot and holler, wouldn't it? Uh, and while all this is going on, by the way, the ends are meeting and they're very slow and rubbish. And the ends have agreed after seemingly days of chat that Mary and Pippin aren't orcs. Well, it's good that they've established that. Very much so. And then the second that the battle is looking in the favour of the humans, Theoden bloody ruins it all. Sod's law, so it is, where he goes, Mm. Is this it, Saruman? Is this all you can conjure? Like, no, he's got bombs as well, you big Egypt. What he said, oh, lads, 10,000 orcs, go hit the fucking rocks with your swords, like, you know, like in Holy Grail, like, clink, clink. No, they got bombs. The wall bursts open. And all the orcs get in. That was some, some proper foley right there. That <laughs> And then Haldir dies, which is, yeah. uh, you know when elf has died because it goes, man, not a man, oh, my 
that's Theremin, the character from before. <laughs> that's what he, what's going on there. Sorry, if a Theremin made that exact... <laughs> I would pay good money to have such a Theremin. I'm trying to keep track of what happens when in this fight, because it's, it's quite long. Oh, it's all just fucking swords and ladders and... It's all, and, it's all and, happening. And number counting and fun. The toss me bit is fun. Oh, the toss me. Have toss me. Right, oh. Bit cheeky. It'd be funny if he tossed him too far and he just killed him. It wouldn't be the end of the movie then, like, you know. <laughs> I said toss me! You threw me! <laughs> loves him and he just, yeah, falls, ah! up, falls down and dies. That would be very good. But I like that there's the occasional little goof in here. It's nice. Yeah, like this one here when Thaden is like, to the gate! Draw your swords! It's like, mate, we're fighting. Don't even waste the time. Like, I even got my arts and crafts with me. I'm not going to sit down and draw my sword like a pillock. The ants... Uh, while they've established that Merry and Pippin aren't orcs, they've also said, but we're not going to fight. We don't want to get involved in all this fighting. We know that you guys aren't orcs. We've established that. I've met with the Council of Trees. However, we can't agree to go and do a fight because it, it, there's too many risks involved. We'd have to fill out a lot of forms. And those forms are printed on paper. Uh, and we don't like that kind of thing. So uh, it's a like bit that. difficult. I like how they trick him. It's like, hey, instead of taking us home, why don't you go right to the baddie's base? He's like, hmm, but you are very small. So yeah, all right. Go via this patch of deforestation and see if that motivates you, mate. And then like, you know, I'm just sitting here thinking I can't get away with shit because I'm so goddamn tall. Fucking six mm. foot five here and I can't get away with diddly boo. I tell people, oh, take me north. And they're like, nice try, asshole. You're going south. Yeah. Whereas if you're small, people trust you. Yeah. And of course, he sees all of the devastation and mm. he lets out that big famous roar where he goes, ah, 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 whoo, what about everybody? Yeah, and then Jarvis Cocker, if you look closely, and runs up into the forest and sort of gets his bum out, and it's very funny. But that is a great bit. Yeah, I love. This is one of my favorite scenes in all of film. Oh where wow! They bust the fuck out of this big base. I yeah. love it. There's something about seeing very clean water run over smouldering fires and grot and grime. Like I get the feeling from watching this of like a big crazy battle scene. But also, like, washing my face when I'm a bit grotty after a day of hard work, you know? Yeah. It's very refreshing. I feel very cooled down when I see all the fires of Isengard go out. And that big fucking massive crane going... Great stuff. Love us. The Ents did that, didn't they? They They did did all that stuff. Yeah, They broke the dam, so they did. I'm not going to lie to you, Sam. I would like to break at least one dam before I leave this mortal coil of ours. Oh, me too. Yeah. Maybe just like one of those little ones that like some otters have made. Just fucking kick shit out of it. <laughs> Break the chat. Yeah. <laughs> and then all the industry of the otters will be destroyed like. And then the otter play by Christopher Lee will look around like he's lost his keys. I swear <laughs> to God, it's the same fucking two seconds of him going, huh, huh, huh. And then he's looping around over and over again like. <laughs> you don't have them, Chris. You're too old. You shouldn't have your keys at this stage. So the, the Naz- Nazgul are here, I think. Yeah, the Nazgul arrive. So they've been taken to Osgiliath, which is a ship town that is about to fall to the hordes of Mordor. The Hordor. And Frodo and Sam are there, being held captive. And the Nazars are here. Yeah, they're, they're right there. And Sam reveals to Faramir what happened to his brother. He's like, he went crazy. He was mad crap trying to nick the ring. So there you go. Oh, 
That'll, that'll teach you, huh? Yeah. So, in Helm's Deep, everyone is holed up, and they're pretty much accepted that they're going to die, but they say, you know what? Why don't we do it? Get on our horses. One last little bit of how's your father for old time's sake. Gimli, blow that big dank horn we got. <laughs> and then Gandalf <laughs> arrives as well, and it's great. Loads yeah. of heads go flying here. T- took him a little while to show up, but he's finally made it. It's, uh, Where's he been? He's been getting the riders of Rohan, the, the horse right. lords. They were like 300 leagues from there. And that's why he's like, on oh, the third day, look to the left. Right, in accordance okay. so with he's... the prophets and the scriptures and all that jazz. Yeah, I didn't really know where he'd gone, but he's, he's gone to get Rohan horses. I did notice this time watching this movie that there's two kind of like conspicuous absences towards the end of the movie. Like Gandalf disappears for the second half of the movie. Mm. And the last third of the movie, Gollum just fucks off, basically. Yeah, pretty much. And that's the problem with these ones is that Peter Jackson doesn't like the theatrical cuts. He thinks they're the incomplete versions. And they are actually quite jarring to watch in some senses because a lot of quite crucial scenes, or at least screen time scenes, you feel like you're seeing everyone at equal amounts, are all in those three hour and 45 minute versions Uh, of Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Yeah, but we won't think about that. Um, (laughs) We won't entertain the idea of watching some of those. For Frodo, at one point, there's a dragon attacking him or a Nazgul. Yeah, so he's he's with the Nazgul and he's basically offering him the ring because I think Frodo's forgotten the plot of this movie, like an idiot. Well, he looks like he's about to kind of put it on to hide from the dragon thing, but that's a bad thing to do and Sam saves him. But he pulls his sword on Sam. And he's Mm. like, this is Sting! I'm an Englishman in New York! (laughs) (laughs) And Sam says... It's me, Frodo. It's your Sam. Which is very sweet. Don't you know your Sam? I know my Sam. (laughs) No, unfortunately, Sam, we can't have the ending here. We have to get to the bit where you say you don't like the movie first. Alright, fine. So, Faramir kind of sees what they're all about. And he's like, you know what? You guys are going to let you go. You're on a mission. It's important. This ring is evil. And then they're like, do you know the laws of this country? The laws of your father? Your life will be forfeit. He's like, yep, I'm going to die. Yeah, he's pretty uh, laissez-faire about this. He's very relaxed about forfeiting his life for these lads. Because Sam does a big speech about not turning back and holding on to the hope that there's good in the world. And that convinces Theremin that it's all going to be all right. Yeah, because Sam cut a really rousing speech set to great music, so mm. I totally understand where he's going out there. Sam, at the end, is walking off with Frodo. They're kind of, they're they're together. You know, Frodo's like, I wouldn't have gotten anywhere without Samwise the Brave. That's you, mate. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, Gandalf and them are like looking out going, oh, the Lord of the Rings will have another movie and we're going to watch <laughs> the fuck out of that, you better believe. The battle is over, but the war is not yet one mate i've heard of a lord of the rings but a war of the rings <laughs> and gollum ends the movie by going i'm gonna get those nasty hobbits as if it's the last thing i do i tells you and then we get a big shot of mordor i think and then it's like man on now next time on lord of the rings where words was loud and lots of flutes and all that good stuff uh, next time on Lord of the Rings Return of the King I've remembered during all those speeches and stuff between Sam and Frodo that they, those lads do love each other don't they it's very they sweet. do yeah when they're talking about I wonder if you'll be in stories Frodo no you'll be in stories Sam Samwise the Brave why don't they just have a big kiss and a cuddle and hold hands because they I I don't know they you they feel the tension there they do yeah 
It's a deep love. Yeah. So, Sam, oh, here we are. Yeah. yeah. The end of the movie. Took us oh. a, a day and a bit to get this recorded here now. <laughs> yeah. You have, in fairness, and I listened mm. to the first Lord of the Rings episode recently, which okay. is basically around two hours of you going, uh-huh. Yeah. Now, you did say that you enjoyed yourself at points. And you certainly liked Gimli. And while maybe all the big picture stuff didn't ring true with you, you seem to enjoy the relationship of Gimli and Legolas and Sam and Frodo. And you like the work of Gollum. And Sam, that's Lord of the fucking Rings. So let's see what your final thoughts are here now. Was it as bad as you feared on results referendum day? (sighs) No, but it was... It was a slog, and I feel like it's not something I would ever watch out of choice. But I, 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 I didn't go into it trying to hate it. As much as it, it's funny and on brand for me to be like, fuck this stupid film, I did give it the benefit of the doubt, and I opened myself up to it, and there were some fun moments. Did you hate it? I didn't hate it. I was just a bit bored and lost at some points. It, it, it Bits of it that were meant to really grab you were not the exciting bits to me, and the, the interesting bits were some of the nice little bits of character development because yeah when, when you said like oh the big battles don't do much to him like well that's the last third of the movie friends <laughs> like, yeah you know? it's a big big old chunk of it which just blows into one kind of long dark sequence for me mm. with lots of impressive cgi and shots and things but nothing of any substance for me really apart from some nice little goose between the characters i'm not saying i just like talking or you know funny bits or silly characters who do voices but i also am saying that uh, (laughs) i don't know it's it's a tough one because i i didn't hate it it wasn't awful it was just it's it was very long it was like going to the dentist wasn't it sam you built it up in your head like it was going to be this big scary thing and all it was was a bit inconvenient a bit of a slog and while you didn't like it it certainly wasn't the arduous tooth pulling experience maybe you thought you went and expected your teeth to be pulled out and you've been told you just need to floss more that's what's happening Yeah, I was going to say, like, what I've learned from this movie is that I need to floss a bit more and then it'll be all right for the next one. (laughs) Tell you what, Sam, we'll we'll book you in with Return of the King in about three months' time and we'll just see how you're doing, all right? All right, that sounds good to me. No, 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 no. That's fine. No, Kevin. Wait, no, no. That's auditory confirmation there, folks. That was a parody of being at the dentist. It was a Three months. No. So that will take us right into into April. Uh, Lovely. No, 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 no. It was all right. What? It was okay. I built it up as being this shit fest. It was just it's not it's just not the right film for me. I I think it's a much more fun movie than the first than the first one. Yes, definitely. The first one was just fucking people walking about. Like with it is some easily fights. better. Like there's no argument to be made that the first movie is in any way superior to the second one. No. How many star wipes did I give the first one? Do you remember? I think with your fucking teeth being pulled, you went with two yeah. stars. Although you okay. may have went with one. I could be wrong. But yeah. you know what? I don't want you to base this on your previous. This should be always your inside you what it's telling you. If this was a fucking arduous experience, then it's one star, you know? But if if you've had fun, you may need to consider extra stars. That's all I'll say. It wasn't without merit, is what I will say. Okay. And with a lot of these films, when I don't like them, I can see why other people like them. And I know that the issue is often me and my personal taste. Yeah. So I don't know whether to factor that into my star wipe rating. And I, we, we can't do half star wipes, as I've discovered. No, this is not allowed. No half so, measures. I think for this one, as much as this was seen as like a torturous thing and make Sam watch it and he'll have an awful time. In fact, there were lots of comments um, throughout the whole process of us teasing the fact that I might watch this. 
of people basically saying, I want Sam to suffer. <laughs> Show him this. I think done. Literally one of the comments was like, I want to see him squirm and have a bad time. Well, good luck on a fucking podcast, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, we're going to look at your phone, are you? <laughs> it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was all right. I liked some of the characters. I got a bit lost. I didn't know who everyone was. So I'm going to go three. Three Star Wars. Three. Right down the middle. That's too many, in it? Three. No, no, no. You've, you've, you've locked oh, it in. Fuck. Three Star Wipes. You heard it here first. Fly, you fools. Oh, me again. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cinema Swell. Just to remind you, we're on Patreon now over at patreon.com forward slash cinema swell. That's patreon.com forward slash cinema swell. If you become a $5 backer, you'll get access to our new show, Cinema Swell, where we look at some really crap movies, plus some other exclusive fun bonuses for you. This episode was produced by Kevin, edited by me, Sam, and the music was also by me. If you want to check us out over on Facebook, you can join us on facebook.com forward slash cinema swell or on Twitter. That's at cinema swirl if you've got questions queries comments or you're my dad and you just want to get in touch send an email to cinema at gmail.com that's cinema at gmail.com if you haven't already please do subscribe on whichever podcast thing you use if you enjoyed the show please do recommend it to a friend and thank you so much to everyone who's done that already it is really greatly appreciated thanks again for listening we'll see you next time bye